Bye. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, with the, no, no, I'm, and, and, and what I, what I was, and I don't know, but I, I. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. That toaster oven. There's like dead mice in there well, and I'll spores and Dave Kaler's teeth. There is nothing that's going to get this place to clean out that toaster oven. I don't blame our janitor at all. I bet he probably at some point said, do you want me to tackle that? And they were like, no, son. Leave it to God. He's the only one who can save it now. Should we replace it? No. It's got to no. stay. If you want to toast a bagel, you're going to have to deal with the consequences. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Wednesday! Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Coming up at 4.48, and it's Wednesday. You know what that means. Oh, it I do. Wild Card Wednesday. That's right. Yeah. Wild Card. What does that mean? It means you tweet us at manandbone971, and you ask us random questions, give us stupid topics, and we will discuss it, whatever you say, because it's Wild Card Wednesday. I've got a, uh, a very like mild start to this wild card wednesday and that is just i'm gonna throw this out there for the audience it's not even really a question it's just a statement of fact i have become a person in my life who now not only regularly eats this but looks forward to eating greek yogurt and i never not that there's there's nothing wrong with greek yogurt i just had never envisioned myself being at a place where i would be excited about my morning greek yogurt but here we are this is where I find myself now. Uh, this morning, You're excited I excited about yogurt. I threw my, I threw some fruit in there, some walnuts, stirred it all up, mm-hmm. packed it in a little case, a little bowl with the lid on it. Put that in the in the bag that I bring to work with my food in it. And then I got to work today. I was talking to Beamer because he was still here, and I said, "Okay, Beamer, I got, I got to let you go. I got yogurt time." I was just so excited to get to my Greek yogurt, and I realized this is what I've become. And I'm fine with it, by the way. I'm is happy it because to be this you person. like the yogurt so much, just because you're that hungry. I like the, I do like the yogurt. You like the yogurt. I've gotten to where I like See, the to yogurt. Me, yogurt is fine. You give me yogurt if that's the only thing to eat, I will eat it. But I will never seek out yogurt. No, no. I mean, I, I am with you when it comes to say ice cream or something. Well, you know, if again, you weren't, right. you'd be crazy. <laughs> Anyone who's taken yogurt right. over ice cream is a mental case. No, I get that. But I'm saying I, I do seek it out. And then I put that I put that out there this morning on Twitter. And then I had some people who said like, oh, you know, Greek yogurt's horrible for you. And I said, what? What? Why is it horrible for you? I didn't. I thought it was better for you than some of the other yogurts. I don't know. I mean, I thought all the yogurt. And is, what's the reason, though? I don't know. Everybody okay. was just like, oh, you know what? Stop listening horrible. to people. I hate people. You know what this man used to eat? 
This man used to go to Sheets at 6 o'clock in the morning and get bacon, egg, croissants. I mean, I may, all right? I may still occasionally well, do that. okay, yeah. that's fine. But it was a daily occurrence with you. Yeah, it Now was. you're dropping some pounds, you're working out, you're eating some Greek yogurt, and some smartass on Twitter wants to tell you it's not healthy for you. Screw you. I, I eat two things now that I never would have thought I would have eaten before. That is Greek yogurt and Brussels sprouts. How about you just congratulate somebody on doing a good job instead of picking apart their entire existence? Oh, it's fine. No, I didn't, I didn't now take I'm going to fight for you now. I just didn't know. Because that pisses me off. I just didn't know. There's apparently even, because then I found out there's, um, and I've never even heard of this, there's apparently Icelandic yogurt that they say is, oh, what, is you- Bjork's head pop yeah. out? that's right they actually the the cows they get the milk from to start the yogurt process they actually play bjork music to them cultures (laughs) right so anyway i apparently icelandic yogurt is supposed to be really good for you that's better for you that's better and and what's the reason for that there's like even I don't know. There's more protein. It's got all the more protein, protein you could possibly oh, want. Oh God! It is a protein bar in a yogurt. Is what I've been told. It's, it's just all protein all the time. Got a lot of health experts out there. I know a lot it's of health okay. experts. You know what? We're all going to be sharing the same nursing home. That's right. All of us. By the, I will tell you this though. Honestly, like yeah, you brought up the health thing, and I am trying to be a little healthier. But this, that's that's what I was getting to today with this. Is I'm not. Do, like, yes, I started doing this because I thought that's a healthier option than, say, you know, a bunch of breakfast sandwiches and hash browns and all that stuff every day. But now I have found that I actually really enjoy this. Not more than any other. It's in the rotation is what I'm saying. It's not a pity rotation thing because I'm trying to be healthy. Right. And if suddenly tomorrow I was going to be a fat ass again, more fat ass than I am, I would just give it up. I'm saying now I would eat yogurt for pleasure. Yogurt for pleasure. Yogurt for pleasure. Put that on a t-shirt. That's a band name. Yogurt for pleasure. That's a good podcast name. It is actually. Yogurt, yogurt for, for pleasure. pleasure. Yeah. What is that podcast about? I it's don't know. It's about but your weight loss journey. I'm listening though. But yeah, that maybe that's it. Maybe if we do one of those someday, we'll call it Yogurt for Pleasure. Will you be the first guest? Yeah, sure. Great. I'm, you- I'm the what you shouldn't do. No, stop. I'm going to be eating a McRib. On yogurt for pleasure. I had a I had an interaction with Bob, our uh, our production guy, who does a great job here at the fan. All the commercials you hear, Bob puts those together. But uh, Jeff Booth was walking out, ten TV weather Crazy. guy, and absolutely insane human. Insane. Should be Jeff an Booth institution. But he was heading out for lunch or something, and he saw me eating my lunch, which involved some like Brussels sprouts, like I said. And so he's like, "Oh, you got Brussels? There's there's donuts back in there if you want some." And and Bob instantly like almost leapt in front of him. Yeah, like Bob I, knows. Like I was Vladimir Putin, he's and he pre- was Bernie Ecclestone <laughs> trying to stop a you. bullet from me. He's like, "No, don't tell him about the donuts. He's trying to eat healthy." And I said, "Bob, it's okay. I I can go have a donut if I want to. I'm not going to have the box, but okay. But I appreciated that. It was very nice of Bob, and he's I appreciate what you're doing you here. It's very nice from of you, evil Jeff Booth." <laughs> You ever notice that Jeff is never here past one thirty? Never. Well, he does come in, I think, at like three. Well, that's that's fine. He's doing, <laughs> but he's never here past one thirty, and Who's... I'm convinced it's because the work release program demands that he's back <laughs> by then, because he's he, out of his mind. I'll tell you this though, and I love this is the way weather guys should be. He is a meteorologist. Yes, he's on television, and he's a handsome man, and he's got to go do the TV stuff, right? He fits the bill. He's tall. He's got a full head of hair, youthful, boyish look to his face. The charm is there, but Booth is also a big nerd, 
because he walked by the other day and we were talking about what time you get in, what time you leave, because I didn't know what his schedule's like. I'm like, what time you get here? And he was telling me the time he gets here and he's like, it's this time, but I do that. I try to get here exactly at this time because it's a prime number. And I said, oh, for the love of me. Okay. A prime number, like not divisible by anything. That's that's a prime number. Mm-hmm. That's what Jeff Booth schedules his arrival to to try to get here at a time where it is a prime. So if he gets in his car and he lands on the even number a minute later or a minute earlier, he's disappointed. Every and, time Jeff Booth walks up to me, it's the same conversation, which is it's either let me tell you about the Reds. Yes. Or can I get some free tickets? There's there's been that recently. Either one of those things, which is fine. I get it. You try, you know, you see the sports people. I mean, I ask him about the weather all the time. I mean, if there were tickets to go to weather things, I'd probably bug him about it. But there's not. Hey, Jeff, can I get an invitation to Jim Cantore's house? <laughs> can I get a press pass to Jim Cantore's yeah, do, house? Do you have any thunder snow uh, appearances happening anytime soon? I wonder what Booth thinks of Jim Cantore. That's like, I'll ask him next time I see him. I, I need well, to find it'll out be tomorrow. Right, I know. But I'm saying I'll try to remember to ask him because, honestly, I don't know how most regular weather people feel about the guys who get all the way to the top. Like, I assume Jim Cantore is considered the, whatever, the Neil Armstrong of weather people. Like, as far as, like, you were the guy on the moon, man. You you did it. Yeah, I think I think if you go to some rando person's house, they may not know Jim Cantore by name, but if you show, like, your mom yeah, a picture of Jim Cantore, she's like, know. oh, yeah, he's the weather guy. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying of all the weather people in the world, I guess it's either it's either him or, and I know he's he's transcended this now, Al Roker would be the other guy that you would say is like America's weather. Yeah, man. first it, it was Willard Scott. Willard Scott, with the, and he did the Smuckers, the 100-year-old 100, yes. 100 people, right? Yeah. Then Al Roker came in. Yeah, and now Al Roker's like, I mean, he's breaking down hard news. He's not even, he's, I'm, I'm he's fully beyond that. I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that by the time it's all over, Fat Al Roker comes back. Because there are certain guys I just run. prefer fat. Like Al Sharpton with his sunken in face. Yeah. No, he needs to be fat. I know it's probably, it's not good for him. Like well, he probably doesn't feel you know as good that way. I don't care about that. <laughs> don't be selfish. <laughs> Your public wants you to be unhealthy and fat. Right. Don't try and live longer because you're trying to prove some point to yourself. Well, I don't know if it's, I mean, maybe he's got loved ones that he'd like to be around for. You think Is Al that- Roker eats Greek yogurt? I have no idea what he eats. Maybe he is yogurt that- for pleasure. He got the I, stomach staple. He can't eat a lot. I forgot about it. did did uh, did Sharpton have that too, or did he just lose some weight? I don't whatever. He, I don't, I don't remember. Who else didn't? I'm thinking now of people on TV who dropped a ton of weight. Didn't Star Jones drop a ton yes. of weight? Yes, because then Dwayne Wade was was uh, was uh, bumping uglies with her. Oh, I missed all. I forgot yes. all about that. Yes. I didn't. Triple. Or why did I call you Triple H? Bodie is in there today. Bodie, Bodie's here today. Are you aware of Dwayne Wade and Star? Or do you, well, he let me back who, up. You know who Star, you know who Star Jones, Jones is? is? No, I no he has no idea. I didn't know Come who on. Dwayne Wade is. <laughs> she didn't play for Notre Dame. <laughs> he doesn't know. Fair enough. I was starting to ask if he remembers the situation. Then I thought, no, let's ask if he knows who Star yeah, Jones is. Yeah, I think fair, Star fair Jones point. had something done. Okay. Like lap bandy or well, by the stomach way, staple. No, no shame in that. No, that's, no shame in that. That's hey, acknowledging. You're set, you, uh, you know exactly what's going to work a for you. Help. Right. You know what's going to work for you. So do you. That's fine. Now I'm obsessed with thin people who used to be fat. Well, Jonah Hill has been, he's gotten really thin, but then I think, did he go a little bit back? I think he's, he's not, 
no, no, fully no, back, no, no, no. But I think he's put on some weight. Yeah. Well, whatever. Let him live. I mean, I've done it my whole life. Just be happy. I've yo-yoed my whole life. As long as you're happy and trying to, you know, keep pushing that stone up the mountain. I'm I think that's more, the only thing we're doing, doing right? Doing more yo than yo right now. Yo than yo. <laughs> Not really going back down. Oh, I, just, I see. You're yoing my yo, in one my, direction. My, right. I'm just yoing I up. see. You're, uh, yes. That's just a, that's a downward yo. What do you think about that, Jim Cantori? Oh, yes! 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 We got it, baby! We got it! Woo! We should do a little game called Porno Clip or Jim Cantori Reacting to Thunder Snow. Which yeah. one is it? Mm, that's good. I think <laughs> we might not be able to broadcast all of that segment. Oh, yes! 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 We got it, baby! We got it! Woo! Never mind. I'm now suddenly more intrigued with the Weather Channel. All right, we'll do something with the show, I guess, next. We'll Should start we? Talking. Should well, we, we start the show? Day. It's NHL uh, free oh, agent yeah. frenzy today. Blue Jackets made a move. We'll tell you. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for delays on I-70 downtown split eastbound between the 70 and 315 West Split and Livingston Avenue. Traffic is backed up in that area. You'll also find some slowdowns on I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. This traffic report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Columbus, Ohio. Protect All Insurance has landed. Protect All Insurance is your one-stop shop for auto, home, and bundling to save you money. Protect All Insurance. Protecting life's important moments. Call 1-833-PROTECT. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire Care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Stupid impressions and bad math. This is Common Man and T-Bone. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Send us your tweets. What do you want us to talk about? Stupid questions at Man and Bone 971. NHL free agent frenzy started today at noon. Jackets making a move. Eric Gunbranson from the Calgary Flames. Him too. Hmm defenseman he's 30 this is a four-year 16 million dollar deal uh did they overpay yes because that's what the jackets do however they paid 16 million dollars for a guy who's going to punch other guys in the face that's not to say that he's a total goon because those guys don't really exist anymore in today's modern hockey he can play but this was clearly the blue jackets filling a position of need this team, and it's not necessarily their fault, because you know certain guys, you can't change your stripes. All right, they're skilled players; they're always going to be skilled players. You can't go up to Oliver Bjorkstrand and say, "Hey, Bjorky, go out there and throw your weight around a little bit." He's just not that type of player. This team was lacking that presence last year. Other teams knew it; they took advantage of that. The Blue Jackets are going to work this off season and make themselves a little tougher. Yeah, I I like to think this move. Uh, is is going to work out in the sense that also last year he had his career year by all accounts. Now, I didn't watch every Calgary Flames game no? or barely any of them outside of the ones the Jackets had against them, but no, he's he's a guy by all accounts that is a steady hand, not going to be, not the quickest skater in the world, 
but he's a big guy who can be physical and add that presence like you're talking about. Added in some career-high goal, to- goal totals last year. Now we're talking like, I think 11-6 and six was what, what he added in last year. So you've got your offensive-minded defenseman, right? That's Zach Wierenski. You don't need to worry about him necessarily in that regard. You need someone that can pair up on one of the top two blue lines and can go out there and make life miserable for the opposing team's stars. So hopefully he can be that guy, be a big physical presence that goes toe-to-toe with some of these big centers that you see in the league nowadays. I was reading some uh, some comments from Hockey Guy after this signing. Now, a lot of people saying, oh, Blue Jackets overpaid. This won't work out. And yes, they did overpay. But you know what? The Jackets are in that position right now where they would have to. All right, this is a team that was not a playoff team, probably will not be a playoff team this year. If you're going to attract somebody who's 30 years old, you have to make it worth their while. And the Jackets did that. I think at this point, it's become clear the Jackets having a massive amount of cap room. Is that something that means the Jackets will be able to go out and load up on just a bunch of premier talent? Like, hey, Johnny Goudreau's coming to town. Like, no, No, that's not the signing they're going to make. I'd like to see it. I'd love to see it, too. (laughs) That's not going to happen, though. You're right. I'm saying, like, that's... I don't think their cap room is going to be used in that way. It's probably going to be used to get guys who are decent players... And probably pay them a little bit more than what the league is thinking they will get paid. If that works and gets you into a spot where you're competing for the playoffs and then the young guys get to learn from some of those veteran players and then those veteran players over the next few years as these contracts run out, now you have a lot easier time convincing the next group of you know big name guys to come in. Maybe they actually will because they see the talent there, all that stuff. So I'm, I'm not... I'm not totally down on overpaying for a guy. I just hope that we're not pay- overpaying so much for a guy who peaked barely, and then now we're going to deal with the no, next four years of him being nothing he's like that. filling a need. And sure. it's not like the Blue Jackets were the only team that called him. That's true. He had other offers on the board, and the Blue Jackets had to make their offer attractive. So, yes, technically, they overpaid. Yeah, but well, they but it, desperately right. needed someone like him. That's to, why they to did. To your it. point, a positive way to look at that is if they're overpaying, that means there were other teams interested. And not, it's this is not like a guy who was just on the scrap heap that they out of nowhere just picked up where no, they could have paid him a league but minimum. But for some or fans, it's only acceptable if you get like the best deal ever. Sometimes you're not in a position to do that. Yeah, that's true. And the Jackets are definitely not in the position to be handing out those type of deals or landing those type of deals where every single one's going to be knock it out of the park. No, and, and if the Blue Jackets just went bargain hunting, we'd be saying, oh, what a bunch of cheap SOBs. Why don't you spend some money and improve this team? They did that today. Yeah, I like what they did. I'm not bad. I'm not mad about it at all. Um, by the way, I did get a lot of tweets about the uh, wild card Wednesday. All right. I've got a few that are like, I think going to require some thought, but let's go with something. Well, I'm not in favor of that. Let's start off with something relatively uh, easy. Uh, this is from Swoley Moly, who says, if you had to change the colors of Ohio State, what would they be and why? Well, I wouldn't, but if I had to, well, what color scheme do I like for everything? You like black and white. Like black and white or shades of gray. Stuff All right, like but let's that. say you had black and white, but you have to add a non you have to add an actual what i would call a gray. color color no gray. no no a co- that's a shade of black silver. and white that's still not a color silver is a color you got to pick a color pick something uh black and red 
Okay, well, so we're not changing the colors. No, so it's, it's not scarlet. It's red. It's red. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my answer is uh, uh, orange and blue. There we go. Orange and blue? Yeah, like Boise Look State like colors. Look like the Mets? Yeah, I like those colors. I'm a big fan of the... Yeah. Well, right. you, like, hey, you picked your baseball team. I picked my baseball team. All right, I don't like it. All right, fine. Um, I've got this one. This is more for you, and I don't know if you can narrow this down so quickly. Bacon House said, what is your favorite wine? Wine. 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 Uh, <laughs> on a wild card Wednesday. On a wild card wines day. Yes. Uh, I like a Pinot. Pinot Noir. Mm. For a light red option. Uh, I like a, a Bordeaux from France. A little red blend. Okay. Yes. Very good. Those are my two wines of choice. Very nice. It's also a myth that you can't have red wine with everything. You can. There's Who all says, different types of can wines. Can I ask the question though? Like, when so that's someone saying if you're trying to pair wine with the food well and people say having fish you got to have white wine right there are also people that say you can't have cheese with fish they're wrong you know what they just I, haven't had it well i remember being a kid and being told in a very not the same thing but kind of when you go to the drive-thru i remember one time i asked my parents hey could i have a cheeseburger and then instead of fries could i have chicken nuggets and they were like you can't have two meat products <laughs> For well, a, maybe they're trying to <laughs> right. keep you from being 400 they, pounds. They, but were. Of, they were. Of course you could have two meat products. Right. And so then when I got older, I did that and I thoroughly enjoyed that. And I am going to tell you if you like fast food and you said, I always wanted to do that, but I always felt bad. Not your. Go ahead. Remember it's your, when I was a kid. your life. We'd order pizza and uh, I'd always tell my parents, say, hey, uh, with the pizza this week, can we get buffalo wings with the pizza? Oh, yeah. What a say, great idea. They'd say, no. Who does that now? That's disgusting. <laughs> and so when I moved out on my own, the first thing I did was order pizza and then a side of wings. And let me tell you something. Fantastic combination. Well, haven't all the, like since then, I mean, there's been p- plenty of pizza places, say that five times fast, that have done that, right? I no, mean, I know. Most do. When I moved out to California, though. I had gotten so used to this combo, pizza and wings. So I get out to California, and I order pizza. First place I try has no wings. Mm. They have potato wedges. Ah, uh, yes. That's another I staple want, in I some parts of the country. potato wedges. I want wings. So I try another place. Every place in California had potato wedges, but no wings. Weird. Now, I hope this has changed. Well, I'm sure it has. I mean, Pizza Hut... Papa John's, Domino's—they all do stuff like no, that. They're nationwide chains. Like that. Oh, they would. They do did it. not have wings. Wow. Because I mean, Pizza Hut for a while had didn't they have Wing Stop? Wasn't that what they called their yeah, place now this was, in the know, restaurant? Twenty years ago, I was out there. Yeah, I assume it's changed now. Well, that's you were scarred vision- me for life. You were though. a visionary, Bobby Valentine. You invented the wrap sandwich. That's right. And pizza and wings. How about this for a tease? Chuck Norris's grandson was kicked off a reality show. Hey, we got a lot of stories like this today. So if you enjoy if you enjoy that type of show, right. today's your show. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. You'll find traffic is slow on I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. Plan on some backups in that area. And more slowdowns on 71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. That's going to be a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Take the stress out of your job search. Visit ExpressPros.com for jobs from a variety of industries. With more than 850 locally owned offices, the Express team is ready to help you find your next job. Go to ExpressPros.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Extra large, extra stupid. This is Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. It is Wild Card Wednesday. I've got plenty of them if you want. Uh, let's see. What do we have here? How about uh, this question? If you had to move out of the USA, where would you move to? Uh, England or Scotland. Really? One of those two. Just because it's an easy transition from yeah, the easy transition. English language? They, they speak the language. I like the cooler climate. Hmm. I, I've been to those places several times. I enjoy it. So it's not like I'm walking into something I don't know. You know what? I think if I was going to do that, I'd want to go somewhere where I at least have to work to learn the language. Like I would want to, I would want to go somewhere where it's a so little bit of a tough Picking your ask. life up and moving to a different country, that's just too easy. Throw all that in there and learn a new language. Because I want to broaden my, I only get one shot at this. You got to throw the kids in there too. You can't just leave yeah, the kids. They're going to be a lot smarter. You just throw them right in the school. No, they go right in, well, not right into school. They're, I'm sure there's places you can go where they learn English that's and then they go from had, there. My mom and my aunt had to do that. Right. They came over to this country. They just dropped them right into school. Oh wow! Didn't know one word of English. That's a, that's incredible. First that they were grade, able to get through it. First grade dropped them right in. Wow! Imagine being know. dropped into first grade, not knowing any English whatsoever. Well, and especially like again, not that we're always just the the best country at everything all the time, but I'm guessing when your parents came over, it was probably even harder to have someone say, "Oh, what you don't speak any English? Oh, that's okay. We've got to." accessible thing for you we've got an oh, online no, learning was, there's nothing like that going tough. on then it's they like didn't well have any money figure it know, out you you become like a little adult too because you know my grandparents didn't speak any english yeah. and so my my mom and my aunt would have to once they learned how to speak some english they used to go with my grandparents everywhere and translate mm. you go to the bank right you've that got a, be, you've got yeah. a six-year-old sitting there translating stuff at the bank that's incredible like, why did my check not get deposited? And it's like, well, because it doesn't meet this requirement or that requirement. A six-year-old's got to know all this stuff. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. I think the question, the, the answer I would have, though, is I would go to a place that likes to drink because I want to have some drinks. I all want right. a place that has good beer culture. I want okay. a place that likes their sports and a, a new language to learn. So 
Hello, Germany, Germany. Germany, France. I'm going Germany. Spain. Yeah, Spain could be also because Spain's got a lot of beautiful scenery too. Germany. Just I want to also I want to go someplace that has some old. It's like some really old well, structures. Welcome to Europe. I know, right? There's, all of there's Europe old has that. everywhere. Yeah, but I like. I just saw our guy Timmy Hall. He is in Scotland. He just he tweeted this out last night. He said, "Officially, the oldest bar I've enjoyed a brew in." 1680 takes the cake. Cheers. So he's at a bar that was made like this is no, ridiculous. How many years ago that this is made? Concept of old are two different things. That's why I sort of roll my eyes where it's like, "Hey, the Titans need a new stadium. We're falling apart." Well, then you better sue whoever built it. Right. It if should, that place is falling last. apart after 20 years, are they putting a dome on the Coliseum so that WrestleMania can go there? In Rome, what are they? What is the uh, John Mayer line? They uh, what is the John Mayer line? Or is that John Mayer? Your body's sings, a Wonderland. No, who sings the song? The body's that, a Wonderland. T-bone, past the Greek yogurt. Is not, it Evan Turner or John Mayer? It's Nobody not, knows. It's probably not John Mayer. Who is it? I don't know. It's the paved paradise put up a parking lot. Is that Jason Mraz? Who is that? No, that's Counting Crows, isn't oh, it? I don't know who it is. They all that was Counting Crows doing a a. A cover of who who originally did that song? I don't know. What I know is it's a song that a lot of white people have bit their bottom lift to and been like, mm, yeah, like they love that song. A lot of dudes in bars love that song. Uh, Chuck Norris's grandson is on a reality show called Claim to Fame. This is what we're doing now. <laughs> the Jonas Brothers <laughs> have a show on TV called Claim to Fame. Where they take people and put them in like a Big Brother style house. So they're locked in there. They have no access to the outside world. They have no internet. Everybody who's in this house is related to a famous person. And you have to guess who they're related to without them giving you any hints. Yes. Okay? That, that, is, that is one of the rules. But they also have other rules on this show. What are the other rules? The other rule is you can't bring your cell phone well, in. That, that's right. Because so they, they don't want people Googling right. and reverse image searching and all this stuff. To exactly. Say, Who is this person? So they confiscated all their cell phones. So Maxwell Norris, who is the grandson of Chuck Norris, and I guess the grandson of uh, Christy Brinkley, because <laughs> you're under the impression that they're married. I'm not. You and were. you're not. No, it was not me and it was not you. Who, who it was, was it? Pork Chop. Oh, our former producer. What are you talking about? They're married. Well, that, they get our, on that tunnel, Jim, and do it. And then String Bean came in and was like, "Did you know that's illegal?" Yeah. So anyway, has a lot of inside stupid that nobody. This gets. is a lot of inside. Anyway, yes. so uh, Maxwell Norris is on this show, and I guess they caught him with a smuggled-in cell phone. Mm-hmm. Nobody right. knows how he smuggled it in, but I'm guessing it was in his ace. <laughs> And so he was using the cell phone, presumably to cheat in the game. So they outed him. They said, this is Maxwell Norris. He is the grandson of Chuck Norris. And he has been kicked off of this show for treat- cheating. See you later. But because it's Chuck Norris's grandson, they roundhouse kicked him. Just right. for extra effect. The Jonas Brothers, by the way, huge in the martial arts. No one knows that. Are they? No. Oh. I have no idea. Maybe they are. Anyway... I, I think this show has an, it's an interesting idea, right? That you take a bunch of people who are related to famous people and put them in a show. Because what do we all love more than anything is to watch people who aren't talented get pushed onto TV shows while actual talented people 
don't ever get a look from Hollywood because they don't have the connections, the relationships. This is just putting all of that right out in front and saying, yeah, here you go. This is exactly what we want. We want to put the people who already have connections and didn't make it as stars. We're going to put them on TV. Good job, Jonas Brothers. Way to go. You couldn't put some people on this show, though. Like, have you seen Reese Witherspoon's daughter? No, I've, I don't. Reese Witherspoon's daughter looks like Reese Witherspoon. Oh, right. So there are some people you'd instantly know. If she know. walks in this house, you just say, Reese Witherspoon's daughter, and then, all right, oh, you're eliminated. Well, yep, she's out. Yeah, she I looks guess, exactly like her. So if you look nothing like your famous parent, grandparent, whoever, you got a better shot. What about adopted kids? Well, sure. I don't know how many, like, I know Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt had quite a few adopted kids. If yeah. they're old enough to be, like, on these shows, you know, if they're 18 or whatever, that would be one where you would have a tough time guessing that. What was the reality show we were going to do? I don't. We came up with a killer idea. We did? And by do, I mean just never, talk about Never make. No, right. we're never going to do it. I don't. What did it even have to do I with? I have no was, idea. But we were very proud of it. Well, that's good. Now, yeah, as you can now, see, we've kept it right yeah, at the forefront cares? and good stuff. Uh, E.J. Liddell did indeed tear his ACL. So that's bad a, news for him. That sucks, man. I, I, I was thinking about this today. We were talking in the office about it. Like, imagine if you went back to December of this year and like gauged E.J. Liddell's thoughts on what his next 12 months are going to look like. You know, he would have had a lot of thoughts probably about going in the first round. Probably would have been wondering what team is going to pick him. You know, what other young stars he going to be paired with? Or is he going to get on like a playoff roster type team late in the first round? If we're going back to December, it's going to be in. Buckeye's probably going to be a two or three seed well, in the NCAA sure tournament. Sure enough. Yeah, all those things. And then to go from all that to now going in the second round. And I'm not saying he wasn't going to make the roster or anything. I'm saying he definitely could use the summer league to show everyone why he should have been picked higher. And I think that he had a really good chance to do that. Unfortunately, now he won't get to see that because he blew out his ACL. So this is, I mean, I, I just can't fathom how tough this must be mentally for him. Now he did tweet out, you know, it's all going to work out something to that effect. No, that's fine. And good for him. I mean, I, I I'm sure he's devastated. Of course he is. I'm, I'm rooting for him though, to come back stronger from this and, and show everybody what he can do. But yeah, I mean, it's going to take him a year to get back on the court. And then from there, they're going to want to make sure that he's not, you know, at risk of injury. And meanwhile, you're trying to establish that you deserve to be in the NBA. And, and I, I wish he would have had a full season of NBA basketball to get a chance to do that. He's going to be out for that first year. We have a new job for Jeff Rimmer, and I'm going to tell you what it is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find traffic is slow on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build. More delays on I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. And 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If summer is heating up your hiring needs, then you need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Sponsor your first job and get hiring today by visiting Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with Traffic Report. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck! 
Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Prepare your non-beef jerky insides for what's about to happen to them. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Hey, crew on the road for DC United tonight. Coverage starts 745. Catch all the action right here on the fan. Your guy and mine, Darlington Nagby. Mm. Selected to the Major League Soccer All-Star Game. Let him live. How do you feel about that? You pretty stoked for him? I, I love Darlington Nagby. I do too. You going to sing his song? Nope. Nah, you're not even going to try? Nope. Okay. Well, I am happy for him because he is one of the uh, best midfielders Darlington in the league. Darlington Nagby. I got to go. learn the rest of the damn words of the song. Uh, yeah, you do. It's Eleanor Rigby. I know. I'm going to do it now. But it's uh, like, isn't that whole song like everything's like Eleanor Rigby? She did a thing yes, that's the that's opposite of what you're thinking or something like that. It's like early, <laughs> isn't it early Alanis Morissette? Isn't it ironic? Basically, she kind of ripped that off and then didn't make anything ironic, which is a whole other thing I oh hate, but whatever. Oh my God, Lars, let it go. <laughs> uh, really, the secret to the genius is that it is ironic. No, but isn't it like, isn't it like Eleanor Rigby's goes to a wedding she'll never attend or I don't know, something like that where like right. she never is going to get married, but she's at crew, the church. Crew in DC United tonight. Yeah. 45 catch all the action here by the way wayne rooney just took the job at dc united yes wayne rooney like soccer star if you're aware of you know anything professional soccer the last 20 years he was like one of the biggest stars in the world you're gonna pay him in scotch yeah <laughs> he says no he's dollars had a little drinky problem over the years but dc united hired him he played in dc united for a couple seasons i want to say uh, and then went back over to England, managed the team in England. Now he's going to be their manager. But tonight he will not be the manager because he does not have his work visas oh. all sorted yet. So he'll be in attendance. And Frank Lampard, who's another like English soccer legend, great player for Chelsea many years ago. He's with Everton now, I believe, as their coach. And he is in town with Everton because they're on their world tour before the season starts. And so they're in D.C. too. So apparently Lampard and Rooney reunited in a box to watch this game. And I hope Darlington Nagby and everybody else in the black and gold give it to DC United. And then those two English soccer legends are like, I say, chap, this is going to be right tough. This is. And then they just do that. That's how they sound. That's how like they the sound. Chimney sweep. Yeah, that's Robbins. right. That's right. Well, what do you want me to do? Cartoon penguins? A foghorn leghorn? Like, I do declare this will be a bit of an uphill struggle. Like, no, they don't sound like that, clearly. Probably sound much more like a British guy. Okay. I was confused about foghorn leghorn. You don't know who foghorn leghorn is? No, but I I thought we were doing British accents. No, I'm saying it wouldn't make sense for me to do like a southern accent there. That would be dumb. So I did an English accent. The only one. I spent a night with Wayne Rooney once. How was that? Queen. I drank him under the table. Of course you did. And I don't get Dewey's because I'm the queen. I. <laughs> well, he got one though. Do you? <laughs> don't you have a car service? You're the no, queen of England. I drive myself. Oh, you do. I don't need a license. Well, you and your may he rest in peace former husband, yes, right? We he used to love driving together. Mm. That's. That's we had dangerous. fun in the front seat and even more fun in the back seat, if you know what I'm talking about. Dangerous proposition when you two are on the road. Well, as we call it in England, the boot. The, b- 
<laughs> the back seat. That's the trunk. I know it is, but boot is funnier. Were you thrilled to find do it in the boot? Were you thrilled to find out four door cars in England are called saloons? Is that why you drank in them? Please don't do any of this. It's all horrible. Uh, Jeff Rimmer. We're going to give Jeff Rimmer a new job. Yeah. He, he did this as a kid. He used to go to the Calgary Stampede, which is a big like rodeo and fair and, you know, every all the hillbillies, all the cowboys from Canada would go to the Calgary Stampede. And they're known for their fair food. And we have a list of some of the more interesting selections. Yeah, it's going on right now. It's running through July 17th for whatever that's worth. So if you can get up to Alberta, to Calgary... Go enjoy this. Maybe, uh, what's his name? The guy we just signed. Wasn't he from Calgary? The jacket's just Eric. Uh, oh, Eric Gunbranson? Yeah. Yeah. He probably knows some of this. He probably had some of this fine food. Um, here are a couple of the things you can get. Uh, you can get a crazy tongue pizza. Mm, cra- crazy tongue? <laughs> yeah. Crazy tongue in the booth. Just, just calm down, queen. Uh, vine ripened and naturally sweet crushed tomato sauce, mozzarella cheese, and then they kind of buried the lead here. Slow braised AAA Alberta beef tongue. Now, I have not had beef tongue, but I've been told by people that have had it and like it that it's very tender when cooked properly. Sure. I'm, I'm sure it is when cooked properly. When this, cooked properly. This is going on a pizza. Yeah. So, I mean, at a fair. So, I'm hoping it. they get it right, but we'll see. Um, then you have Korean squid ink corn dogs. All right. These are real. Now, it's a regular dog, but there's a little more of a crunch to it. They do, though, dip, dip yep. the dog in black batter to kind of mimic squid ink, and then they cut the end of the dog so that it splits open and looks like tentacles. So is there squid ink in the batter? I don't think so. Oh. I think it's oh, all just like stupid, it's looking like that. Um, deep fried Oreo mini donuts. Mm. I've seen deep fried Oreos. Obviously, I've had fair donuts. I've never thought of the two of them living together in harmony uh pop rocks popcorn chicken and that is exactly what you think it is it's popcorn chicken with pop rocks sprinkled all over it i don't want that uh let's see what else you could get samosa poutine but potato samosas covered in hot indian butter sauce melted cheese curds crispy onions sour cream drizzle and topped with cilantro that's probably Uh, pretty good that sounds delicious uh then you've got a Tem- uh, unagi sushi taco oh, unagi. tempura nori taco shell with barbecue unagi eel sushi rice crab meat mixture and julienne cucumber drizzled with signature barbecue eel sauce Mm-mm. i love eel <laughs> i want my eel pittsburgh i could you see rimmer going and ordering an, an unagi sushi taco there's no chance i want my that. sushi well done cooked well uh, now, here's the other thing that's really disturbing. They've got a lot of sandwiches on a pickle bun. Like, a, you can get a Philly cheesesteak on a pickle bun. So, picture a Philly cheesesteak with the beef and the onions and the cheese. And instead of a regular, you know, bread bun, they have pickle. Giant pickle, sliced lengthwise. Then they put all the sandwich stuff on it, put that on top, slice it in half. Not a pickle guy. That's not for me. Maybe for you. You know, speaking of uh, pickles, you were showing me where was the pizza place? Oh, it was in uh, it was in Kansas City, Kansas City, and it's a company that makes apparently like a bunch of chips. Chips. Yep. They sell them all over Kansas City. Regional diet, you know, uh, delicacy. But they also have restaurants, mm-hmm. and in the restaurant they have a pizza that they call a. They say the pizza is going to be a lot of pickle. A lot so of it's pickle. Got, there's 
there's dill uh, seasoning in the dough. Yeah. They have uh, uh, pickles all over the top of the pizza. They put pickle juice in the pizza somehow. All, I don't know. All pickles. They say the dough has a lot of dill in it. What do they call the pizza? They call it the dill space bar, space bar, space bar dough pizza. Yeah. The That's what they call it. Dough pizza. That's right. A female deer. A, yeah, doe, a deer, a female dill. Mm-hmm. No? What I mean, if there was a hole in the middle of the pizza, too? What if there a was? a dill hole? It would be. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I didn't even get to the grossest. I think the grossest thing at this Calgary Stampede, real quick. What? Oreo rice. Like rice, and then they crumble up Oreos and put that in what they're cooking the rice with, and then that's the seasoning. Well, that's, just, that's just stupid. Why are we doing that? I don't know. That sounds horrible. Uh, Nick Saban doesn't understand college football. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for right now. You'll find traffic is slow on Route 315 southbound between 670 and I-70. More delays on 670 eastbound between 4th Street and I-71 and 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. That's going to be a five-minute delay. Stripping report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If your business is feeling a summer hiring wave, then you need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Dumb. Very dumb. This is Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Whatever you want to talk about, we're here for you. At Man and Bone 971, tweet us ridiculous questions or topics. Uh, Lord Fartbox says, if you could have anyone's singing voice, living or dead, who would it be? See, I'm going off the board with this one. Uh, you know, I like like Sinatra. Oh, yeah. I'd love Sinatra's to be able to sound like Sinatra. But, sure. You know, if I sing like Sinatra, I'm probably just a, you know, short chubby guy who sounds like Sinatra. But if I show up on like America's Got Talent and I go up on that stage and all of a sudden out of my mouth comes the voice of Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, sure. Are you kidding? They'd be throwing golden tickets at me. I'd have a Vegas residency in five minutes. Yeah, that would be, you would be very good. That'd be quite shocking if, if that were to Think happen. Think about that for a second. I sashay up there. Got stains on my shirt. Mm-hmm. You're wearing a sweatshirt, I assume. You're not even like sweatshirt and jeans. You're not even dressing for like a performance necessarily. You're dressed like a. I'm like I'm a slob. Bill Belichick cosplay. That's yes. what I think you're going to be. And then you know like. Simon Cowell's got that look on his face. Like, what's this guy going to do? Mm-hmm. And sure. then the piano starts. Spend all your time waiting. Crowd goes wild. 
Oh, yeah. Confetti falls from the ceiling. And somehow I heal all the injured dogs of the world That's right. as well. Rothman comes on the stage and slips me the tongue. Would this be America's Got Talent where Howard Stern is on the thing? Because then he would have a shocked look on his face. Heidi Klum would be just not even knowing what to do with herself. And I think in 2022, this would be acceptable. Where, you know, like 30 years ago, it was like, why does this dude sound like a chick? But now... People would pay money for me if I sounded like this. Of course. In fact, it should have been acceptable at all times for you to sound like this. That's right. I think Sarah McLaughlin, this song is called Angel. She has the voice of an angel. That's true. Uh, this, This song, though, gets played a lot whenever they show sad puppies. That's right. And sickly kittens. And it's- I never see sad puppies. <laughs> They're always happy to see thank, me. Thank you, Vince McMahon. That's all he's going to be out We're going to do it in the boot. <laughs> What? He's, in, he's in England, right, in the boot of a car. I saw that uh, apparently at SummerSlam, I think, around SummerSlam weekend, they have said they're going to have a talent, like anybody can show up and try out for WWE. Oh. And uh, Big E, who is a former Iowa football player and now big-time wrestler, former world champion. Didn't he break his neck? I think he had, yeah, he's had some injuries. But he's going to be there as like a talent evaluator Vince McMahon will also be there as a talent evaluator, but not to look at the wrestling talent. He's there for other reasons. Who can I pay $12 million to? Yeah, he'll be dressed as Val Venus, just standing off to the side with a towel on. One, two, we got him. No, I didn't get him. He didn't get him. That is how I want the judge to read whatever rulings come against him, where it's like, it looks like the jury has reached a verdict. They have ruled that Mr. McMahon is not going to get what he wants out of this. He's guilty as sin. And then double birds, and then cracks open two Steve Weisers, and then Stone Cold comes out and gives him a stunner. That's what I want. Uh, Nick Saban. Nick Saban likes to think that he's a steward of the game, and he's a historian. In reality, I don't know if Nick Saban really knows that much about college football. I really don't. He's the greatest coach of all time. He knows how to coach a game and put together a roster. I'm not arguing there. But every single time he opens up his mouth about what college football should look like, it confuses me. Here's another one. He was on the Always College Football podcast. This is yesterday. And he was talking about the future of conference realignment and super conferences. He think, he says, I think we're going to deal with it in a greater capacity than ever before. Because I think mega conferences are probably here to stay. Market share, market. There's a lot of that involved in why we're doing what we're doing. My biggest concern is competitive balance. The NFL, which I was involved in for eight years, every rule they have is to create competitive balance. If they could have every team go eight and eight, so that at the end of every season, every team was playing their last game to get in the playoffs, that would be, they would be ecstatic. How much fan interest does that create? How much TV ratings and all the things that go into all those things does that create? All right. Let's discuss. Sure. We've done this before. He has talked about competitive balance before. I don't know what college football history book he's reading. I don't either. This has never existed. This notion of competitive balance. Oh, remember the good old days when Maryland could sneak in there and win the national championship? No, I don't, Nick. Want to know why? Because that never existed. 
He's also gone to bat for the current bowl system that we have. Well, we got to keep our eyes on those traditional bowls. We can't let those go away. Oh, you mean the bowl system that pretty much started up in the 70s and 80s only to justify spending money, these TV networks spending money in big-time advertising dollars? That's not traditional college football. This is a modern invention. This is not rewarding teams that have won six games and we got about it. Think about the kids so they can travel these crappy bowl games. It was never about that. It was always about satisfying the TV overlords. And yet Nick Saban is talking about this being the history of college football. It's not. It's just greed in a different era. Greed has always existed in college football. In the 70s, you had greed. In the 80s, you had greed. And in 2022, we have greed. It's just that people are more transparent about it, and the dollars are higher. Yeah. Um, I just picked a random year just to go back to the history of college football. 1954, NCAA football rankings. Here's the uh, Week 11 final poll. You ready? Let me yeah. just read you this parody in college football that he's discussing. Uh, number one, the Ohio State University. Just for whatever that's worth. Just throwing it out there. But Ohio State was number one. Number two was UCLA, which I get. Yes, UCLA, not as what they used to be, but is, did we not just talk about how UCLA, UCLA has this huge athletic department and they're a big time power and them coming into the Big Ten is still a pretty impressive get? Of course we did. Number three that year, Oklahoma. Number four that year, Notre Dame. The, that outside of UCLA, which I don't think anyone would call UCLA like an underdog in, in, Major college athletics. No, in, in that era? Certainly no, I'm not. saying even now, Notre, like UCLA doesn't, like they are not as competitive as they used to be in college football. But if you tell me that their athletic department is an underdog that can barely exist, like I don't think that's reality. I think they're a huge athletic department. And yes, I know they had some financial issues over the last few years because of terrible management from previous regimes. But overall, that is a huge athletic department with a massive budget, and they will be back, certainly. And they are competitive in lots of sports, just haven't been as competitive in football. But Ohio State, UCLA, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, those are the four teams. Navy was in the top five, but we know the service academies, It's a lot's changed over it's, the years with that, right? right? It's different now. Okay, so Navy and Army are both in the top seven. Ole Miss is up there, so there's a team that has been, throughout the years, popping up here and there in the top 10. Wisconsin is in the top 10. Miami is in the top 10. Uh, further down the list, you have Auburn, you have Michigan, you have Virginia Tech, you have USC. Baylor was 18th that year. Penn State was 20th. Like, I'm just, yeah, there are some names you don't see up there as often. Like Maryland was in the top 10 that year. Little weird. But beyond that, right, like, there's teams that go through three to five year spells now. Yeah, but in college that's what football. I mean. I bet that was an exception. Of course. Maryland wasn't in the top 10 every season. You want to know why in 1996, Northwestern going to the Rose Bowl was such a story? Because it just didn't happen. Of course. You didn't have stuff like that happening. You had Ohio State. You had Michigan. Sometimes Wisconsin going to the Rose Bowl to face the same three teams that they always faced. That's what college football was, and that's what college football is going to be. Now, we can say, would it be more fun if everybody was 500 all the time? Yeah, all right, maybe. If we sprinkled some magic dust, 
That has never been the case in college football. Nick Saban thinks he's going to bat for old-time college football. In reality, he's going to bat for fictionalized college football. That doesn't exist. It's like somebody watching Rocky and saying, man, all boxing should be like this. It's not like that because they would be dead. After the second round, they would be dead. Yeah. I mean, you can go back to as early as the, like, the, the, the 19, like, you can go 100 years ago to, like, 1915, 1916, that era, you know, around that time. That is when college football was trying to decide, are we going to actually be a sanctioned sport within university structures, or is it just going to be a bunch of people out on the quad killing each other? And I don't say killing each other lightly. I mean literally every weekend that there were college football games back then, someone died. And they eventually decided, let's get some rules together and start the loose structure that down the road would eventually become the NCAA. And you know who got involved back then? Because there were two schools back then. Uh, (laughs) It was uh, Harvard and Yale that were always at each other's throats back in the day. Those were the two powerhouses in college football. And they were trying to set up the rules at that time. And a guy who was a famous graduate of Harvard named Teddy Roosevelt came in and said, here's how the rules should be for college football. And it just so turned out the rules that he picked that he kind of championed to say, yes, let's make the game safer and let's do all this also happened to be exactly the type of football that Harvard played and Yale played a different style. And so what I'm saying is even back then, the powers that be in government and in, you know, modern life at the time, they looked at college football and said, yeah, but how can we get my college football team to be better? Like Teddy Roosevelt was doing that back in the 1900s. Tell me a time period in college sports where you think it wasn't corrupt or you think there weren't people trying to take advantage of rules. Doesn't exist. There's not one. Doesn't exist. Literally at that time, they were deciding how can we keep players from dying on the field. And one of the people in charge was like, I got, yeah, but let's make sure my team gets the rules that work best for them. That's how it's always been. Trevor Lawrence takes a shot at Urban. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Plenty of slowdowns to watch out for right now. You'll find some backups on I-71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Plan on some delays. And more slowdowns on Route 315 southbound between 670 and I-70. This traffic report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Columbus, Ohio. Protect All Insurance has landed. Protect All Insurance is your one-stop shop for auto, home, and bundling to save you money. Protect All Insurance. Protecting life's important moments. Call 1-833-PROTECT. And Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. These two probably should have stayed in their basements. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. It is Wild Card Wednesday. The first T-Bone's going to tell us about water. That's right. One of the worst feelings for me is because I live in Marysville. I drive into Columbus to do the show. 
Sometimes I get all the way down here, I get out of the car, and I go, dang it. I say worse things, but I can't say that on the, you know, I say what I say on the air. I'm parched. Yeah. Well, no, I get down here because I look over in the seat where I usually put my Connecticut water bottle that has my Connecticut water in it, and I realize I left that back at home. I didn't fill it up and take it with me today. That's how much I enjoy the Connecticut water. I bring it with me to make sure I've got it with me because it tastes so good. And, of course, because, you know, hey, I already have the water. Why would I go out and buy inferior bottled water that I don't like? So if you want to get the best tasting water you can find anywhere in this city, you need to go to ConnecticutColumbus.com. You can get the whole home treatment like I have. You can get the K5 drinking water station, which is the thing that makes my water taste so great. But whatever system you choose, whatever system's right for you, ConnecticutColumbus.com, that is where you need to go to get the funk out of your water. You know, you may think Bone is exaggerating, but I, I came into the studio one day and I saw him putting a noose up on the ceiling fan. And I said, Bone, what are you doing? He said, I forgot my water at home. I have no reason to live. It bums me out when, yeah. I, when I don't have the water. So I, I, I talked don't go him that back far. down. I lured him back down with some unhealthy Greek yogurt. You did. <laughs> I said, all right, I guess I'll eat that. By the way, we have more uh, Wild Card Wednesday <laughs> suggestions and questions. Uh, we have Chad who says, uh, man, what is your favorite Air Jordan? Uh, what's the ones that I have that I don't wear? The patent leather ones, like the white with the black Yeah, what is, that, what is that called? I don't remember if those are sixes or fours. I can't remember. But yeah, I know which ones you're talking about. The one the- that look like wing, wingtip shoes. Yeah, the- yeah. Those are great. Commando? It's not-, it's not. No, they're numbered. They would just be numbered, right? I mean, now, there's, there's probably a, certain, a nickname. There's a nickname for him yeah, too. A I'm sure. Nickname to him. Well, Chad also asked, "What is my favorite dirt track in Ohio?" Which man will never go to, and also do not wear your Air Jordans to any dirt track. But uh, that would be Eldora, which is out in Western Ohio. Very nice facility. It's the like cleanest, biggest track you can find. It's cool. I would say go there. Uh, also, Joe says, "Who is a hot, famous person?" that would annoy you to be with regardless of how hot they are. My examples are Jennifer Garner, baby voice would drive me crazy, <laughs> and Megan Fox, toe thumbs, gross. All right. I never noticed her toe thumbs. That's that's a thing people Although talk Megan about. Megan Fox I would doesn't not, really do it for me. I would not care about the toe thumbs no, I know for whatever you, it's you worth. I wouldn't care. Hot celebrity that I find so annoying. Well, I hate everyone, though. That's the thing. I hate everybody. Right. I'm trying to think of who, I mean, yeah, because I, I don't hate everyone, but I I know there are people that annoy me and I can't, okay, Tim Tebow, he's hot. If I were with him, yeah, I, would be, right. I would be super annoyed. I don't annoyed. think that's what they mean. Okay. Um, I don't know. There's probably a better example. I'd have to think about it more. Is that it? Uh, there, I mean, there's plenty more we can get into. Uh, let's see. Adam says, what would your fantasy booking WrestleMania show be? So you pick two wrestlers to be headliners of WrestleMania. I assume this is all time you could put. I can combine. and I, I would say let's combine the primes of all these all right. guys. In the prime uh, matchup that I never got to see, that I always wanted to see, Bret Hart. Sure. And Kurt Angle. Ooh, that That's would what be a I'd good want. one. Yeah. I'd like to go with uh, in his prime like Stone Cold Steve Austin versus in his prime Ric Flair. Be a little bit of a unique matchup there, but I think that could be, that would be very interesting good. between the two of those guys. Pretty good. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, according to some, taking a veiled shot at Urban Meyer. I'm going to read you the quote. 
Because I disagree that he's taking a shot at Urban. You tell me if All right. you disagree with me. He said, I think this season's going to be a lot different just because we have, from myself, better leadership, but also around the team. So I think it's going to be a much different year. So a lot of people are reading that quote. That, oh, we got better leadership because Doug Peterson's here and Urban's not. I, I read it saying he's saying that he's a better leader. He said, I think this season's going to be a lot different just because we have, from myself, better leadership but also around the team. I think he's saying that there are more veteran guys in that locker room now that are taking control of the situation. He has referenced in the past how last year was tough because things got out of hand and now things are working much better, at least in the offseason, because Doug Peterson's there and he's won his Super Bowl and been around the block. So he has thrown some veiled shots at Urban throughout the offseason. I just don't think this is one of them. Well, and, and it may not be, but let's let's just pretend that it is. Is it that? What I don't understand is why the like sports media machine, which of course you and I exist in, but we try not to be a part of it. Like we try, we try to be a very inactive cog in that machine where we're not contributing to the BS that it spews out all the time. But that machine, what did it do with Urban Meyer's tenure in Jacksonville? Almost from day one. This isn't going to work. I don't think this is going to work. This guy sucks. He's not going to be able to handle dealing with pros. This guy's terrible. Did you see this mistake? Did you see that mistake? And, and rightfully so. Urban made tons of missteps and he deserved all the crap that he got, in my opinion. But now, a year after all that was a disaster, one of the biggest coaching hire failures we've ever seen in the Total NHL failure. or in the NFL. They that should too. make a movie about it. Sure. That's how bad it was. Terrible. That now we're, we're eight months removed from that. And Trevor Lawrence, if he had come out and said, I got to tell you, Doug Peterson has changed the way this franchise operates last year under urban. It was terrible. So glad that guy's gone. People would be on hot take city on ESPN and everywhere else going, Whoa, Trevor Lawrence, calm down with the hot takes there. Wow, man, laid it out there. And it's like, what you, that's what you guys were all writing. All your articles last year were how much Urban sucked, and they need an adult to run that team, and they need a, someone who actually knows how to run a football team in the NFL to do it. Now they bring in a guy who has been a coach of a Super Bowl winning team, and it's not a shock if everyone says, wow, the leadership has changed. So you're right, Mike. He may not have been taking a veiled shot, but if he was... Is it really that big of a story? Like, no, I know he would just be stating the obvious, right? He's saying some, I'm saying the people who sometimes feign shock at everyone when they have an opinion for five seconds, an opinion that that person shares is a little odd. And I don't think anyone in the NFL even would have a problem. If he said, I got to tell you, Doug Peterson's a better NFL coach than Urban Meyer is. That's not a hot take. That's the truth. No, I think people are just surprised when it comes from a guy like Trevor Lawrence, who's always very, composed in what he says and is not known for hot takes and so when he does come out with something like this that some people thought was a knock on urban i don't think so no they were like oh you can you believe trevor lawrence is saying this he took a break from hillsong to come and rip on urban meyer for a little while <laughs> that's fine i do think though they if he is taking a shot there's that's part of being a leader too right is defending your guys and saying yeah i, I didn't think it was right around here last year i'm glad the change was made if he were to say something like that even that's not bad. That's him saying, I think we could do better. And they're going to hope that they did. Simone Biles, one of the most decorated Olympians of all time, right? Yes. Uh, she was on a flight the other day 
And when she sat down in her seat, a flight attendant came up to her and asked her if she would like a coloring book because this flight attendant thought she was a child. It, now, she's 4'7". I get it. Well, yes, she is. She's short. And yes, she has, you know, she's not the, she doesn't look like she's an old lady or anything, of course. No, right? I, I, mean, I, she I looks- could see how, for, you know, I, I, I joke that I can't judge anybody's ages anymore. You know, someone could be 10 or 50. I can't judge ages. Yeah, I Sergey Fedorov chooses not no. to judge ages. I'm not talking like I understand you're saying that you're not sure of a person's age as you get older. Someone who's like 25 or 35 may be harder for you to tell. Yes. However, if I see someone like boarding the plane by themselves and carrying right. luggage and I am assuming sitting in a first class seat. Yeah, because she has millions of dollars and she's Simone Biles and just coming back from the White House where she was awarded some Medal of Freedom, I think it was right. I'm probably even if I think it may be a 10 year old, I'm not going up to that person saying, would you like a coloring book? Well, she did then tweet out the other flight attendant gave her a mimosa. So we're yes, in but the clear. The, but the other flight attendant also asked her if she was old enough to drink the mimosa. She's like, do your mommy and daddy know you're getting a mimosa? I, I, I mean, mean, I have no problem giving booze to minors. I just want to make sure your mommy and daddy are okay yeah, with this. That's, that's, yeah. Literally, that's, she's fine. I, yeah, I just, I can't imagine what that's like to have accomplished so much in your career. She's literally getting off a stage with a president gave her a medal and it's like, hi there. Are you a child? No, I'm an adult. But uh, you know what? Bring me a coloring book because I like them. I don't care how old I you like are. them too. Coloring books are great. You should give everybody on the planet a coloring book. They're calming. I'm with you. The Big 12 is trying to cook something up. They won't. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for on the roads right now. Traffic is backed up on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Plan on some slowdowns. More delays on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. And tap the brakes on Route 315 southbound between 3rd Avenue and I-70. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get ready for summer at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on a pound of strawberries or 6-ounce raspberries or blackberries. Just $1.49 now through July 19th. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is his Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Happy Wednesday. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Coming up at 448. It is also Wild Card Wednesday. What is Wild Card Wednesday, you ask? Well, we don't want to do the work, so we'll have you do the work for us. You send us topics or questions you'd like us to discuss. Tweet us at manandbone971. Zach says, what is your favorite spot to hang out in 
in Columbus. My my house. <laughs> my basement. <laughs> I was gonna I'm not say. leaving. Right. I didn't think you would be. Um I have lots of favorite spots, but I will say one place I've always enjoyed is uh Ruby Tuesday, not the not the restaurant. I was the gonna bar, say Ruby Tuesday. The bar down on campus. That used to be a place where me and a bunch of crew fans I'm talking, you know, this is two thousand eight, two thousand seven, that era. That's when we used to gather there and still some really good people that work there who, you know, been friends for years. So yeah, I like going there whenever I can. I don't go there enough because that but that is like my norm spot. You walk in, cheers, everyone knows your name. That's I still go there and get that, and I love that. So yeah, that's my place. All right. Brett Yormark is the new commissioner of the Big 12. The Big 12 is having their media days at a Hampton Inn in Wakata, Oklahoma. Mm, I'm sure okay. that's not where they are, but in my mind, that's where they are. <laughs> they all go to Shoney's afterwards right, sure. for the Sunday bar. Well, it is the Big 12. I mean, right. they got to watch what the budge. they got a little budget issue right now. Brett Yormark says about the conference, we're open for business. And optionality is good. Uh, is that a word? Right, can we stop optionality? Me? I don't know if it's a word or not, but it's one of those things that sounds like someone at a corporate level said it once and no one corrected him. And they were like, I guess we got to start saying optionality now. Optionality is good. We're vetting through all of them. I think it's fair to say I've received a lot of phone calls, a lot of interest. We're exploring those levels of interest. Nothing is imminent. Yeah, I would assume nothing's imminent. And you know why it's not Brett Yormark? It's because the people who are thinking we might have to join the Big 12 aren't saying it because they go, wow, what a great honor that would be. They're saying it because if a few more teams leave the Pac-12, then that conference can't exist. It may not be able to exist as it is now, but like if Oregon packs up and leaves, then that conference pretty much is cooked. And so then those schools will be calling you to say, can we jump in? So yeah, you're they're trying to spin this narrative that the, I don't know, the Big 12 is somehow like, resurgent and they're on stable ground nothing is stable other than the big 10 and the eight the sec yeah, right you, now you can you can puff out your chest all you want the reality is the big 12 right now is an also ran conference they still exist because oklahoma and texas are still there for the time being but they will leave and then your powerhouse programs will be oklahoma state and baylor yeah, and, I, I mean, in basketball, Kansas, obviously, I, you know, but look, we're talking I, we're, football. We're not talking basketball. I know. I'm just saying that's that's the only thing they could hang their hat on, right? I basketball mean, makes money for the NCAA, but it's not making money for these individual schools. Yeah. You're, I don't know who you're... I mean, is Kansas State considered like a decent program in football? Not well, anymore. That's, that's the problem, is that they're not. You know, you may have one of these teams that wind up being good. Maybe Kansas State has a year. Maybe Iowa State has a year and they actually live up to some of the hype surrounding that team. But these are not schools that move the meter. They can brag all they want about, oh, we distributed $42 million to each member school. You got 10 schools. You got 10 schools in your conference. So we see right through that. And we also understand that if the Big Ten and the SEC want to hold you out of whatever the hell they're going to cook up down the road, you don't have a pot to pee in. Right now. No. I don't know what the Pac-12 is going to be. I don't know what the Big 12 is going to be. But all the good schools from those conferences are going to go elsewhere. And maybe you'll have volume. Maybe you'll turn around and new Pac-12, Big 12 merge, and there's 20 teams in there. But what's the difference if nobody cares about those 20 teams and you compete for absolutely nothing? No. I, I, I feel like anything that you're hearing from the Big 12 right now, the Pac-12... 
to some extent, the ACC, although theirs is a little different, right? But those two conferences in the you know western part of the United States, they're, they're basically right now trying to tell you that everything's okay and don't worry about what you've heard. We're going to be fine. There's, there's no way that they can feel that confident in it right now. And quite honestly, it doesn't matter what they feel. If their TV partners feel very confident and are willing to just keep ponying up giant checks, then sure, they can have, you know, whoever they want is their marquee programs. They can keep saying that they are a big time entity. How likely, Mike, do you think it is these big, these networks are going to say, oh yeah, when's the next big 12 deal coming up? We'd love to sign up for that right now compared to adding more Big Ten games, adding more SEC games. You know where the money is in college football. It's in those two conferences right now. And really, if you were you know, cherry-picking schools, no one from the Big 12 is on your radar, right? Oh, if you could go out, if the Big Ten could add, let's say, four more schools, yeah. I don't think they'd pick a Big 12 team. They'd probably try to get... Of course, well, Notre we Dame know they're Oregon. going after Notre Dame. Oregon is still a prize, and they'd probably go after two more ACC schools, right? Wouldn't they go after like a Miami or someone like that? Oh, if we're think? putting the ACC in contention, well, I'm saying like of all the of all the conferences, I say only the SEC and the Big Ten are not open for picking over. The ACC may not be, but we don't know what's going to happen with them. They have that huge, you know whatever it's called, grant of rights clause in their TV deal that supposedly locks everybody until 2035 until it suddenly doesn't. The million dollar man told me everybody's got a price. Yep. So even if that number is $500 million to get out of that contract, you will get a collection of boosters. You will get the AD with sitting down with the school president saying, let's figure this out from a budget standpoint. What are we going to have to make up in, what do we have to bring in in yearly television revenue that makes this $500 million payment feasible? Right. And the answer is it'd have to be well over $100 million a year, and they'll be getting that. And it only takes one school to break that agreement. Because let's say Clemson decides it's financially viable for us to break this agreement, we will bite the bullet and we'll pay. Once Clemson leaves and they break that grant of rights or television deal, whatever the hell we're calling it, that's supposed to keep everybody there until 2034, then Miami and Florida State look at that and say, Clemson's out, deal's off. Yeah, we didn't sign up for we this. We didn't sign up for this. Now everybody is in chaos right now because Clemson pulled out. You think you're getting $500 million from me? You can sue us. See you later. Yeah, right. And meanwhile, if Notre Dame goes to the Big Ten, don't you think um, there are going to be a chorus of schools in the ACC who say, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on a second. Notre Dame was a part of our conference in many other ways, except football. We we would like to relook at all of this and reconsider if we want to keep, you know, doing this in this conference. We might. I'm telling you, people all just assume Clemson, Miami, Florida State all want to join the SEC. Well, maybe one of them do. I don't know that they all would, especially if Notre Dame goes to the Big Ten and if Oregon jumps in too. It might take two of those three schools. They might look at it and say, "Hold on, why don't we go to the Big Ten anyway?" But there's going to be way more eyeballs on the Big Ten than the SEC why nationwide. Assume, why do we assume they want to join no, the SEC? You know why? The same reason people thought Jim Harbaugh was going to coach at Kansas. Because his wife was from the area. Like, people just look at the fact that, well, they're in SEC Geography country. They want to be in the SEC. has nothing to do with any of this anymore. If I'm one of those Florida schools, I don't want to be in the SEC. Nope. I want to be unique. I don't want to be one of many. I don't want to be one of many Southern schools. I want to be the only Southern school in the Big Ten. For sure. That's what I'd rather be. And I just, I think it makes too much sense for at least one of those schools in the ACC. If they see Notre Dame go to the Big Ten, 
for them to say, well, we we would rather be in the nationwide brand than in the regional southern brand. Yeah, that is. I mean, the SEC is bound to become NASCAR, right? And the Big Ten can become Formula One that appeals to everyone else. NASCAR appeals largely to people in the southeast. The SEC can continue to be that, but it's not going to be the same thing when you have USC, Notre Dame, if you can get a Miami or Florida State to jump in, certainly if Oregon jumps in, plus all the other schools you already have. That is a nationwide brand compared to the SEC. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Coming up next, Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Rush hour is heating up out there. You'll find some traffic is slow on I-70 eastbound between Central Avenue and Route 315. Plan about a five-minute slowdown. More delays on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. And traffic is still backed up on Route 315 southbound between 3rd Avenue and I-70. Traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build robots or teach spin classes. Gusto supports the people who do with happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The only thing scarier than Bones and Allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I would just like to point out, yesterday, Ohio State told us that the game against Wisconsin was going to be a blackout. Yeah, that's right. right. You, have, you have to wear black. Because it's a, we got to have a gimmick when we play yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, have to have a gimmick. If you don't wear black, State. they escort you out of the stadium. Mm-hmm. That's right. And Ohio State's going to wear black. They haven't announced that, but I'm sure they will. Now we find out today that October 22nd against Iowa, you got to wear scarlet. <laughs> As opposed to the yellow yeah. that most people normally wear. Wear scarlet out the shoe. That's what they're going to do. All right, fine. We'll have a scarlet out on October 22nd against Iowa. Cracky. Mm. What percentage do you think, regardless of what they tell you to wear? I'm not saying it's a scarlet out. I'm saying it's just a random game. People wear what they want to wear. What percentage of people going to the shoe do you think are wearing Scarlet to begin with? I say 90%. Yeah, 80-90% are doing that. I don't... I don't what, are you going to get an extra 2% saying, well, yes, I will buy in? I know that this stuff is what the marketing gurus all think is really cool because in the, the question becomes, well, how do we maximize our opportunity? That type of phrase gets thrown around in marketing meetings all the time. How do we maximize our opportunity? And it's like, well, you got Ohio State football. I know that they've had trouble selling tickets like everyone else has in 2022, but for the most part, Ohio State still one of the most popular brands in all of sports. If you're telling me people are saying, I was not sure about going to the Iowa game or the Wisconsin game, you know, Big Ten rivals, Big Ten opponents that usually are 
top 25 caliber at the very least. I'm not sure about going to those games. Wait, what did you say? We're all black? Now I'm, I'm in. Let's go. Like, how is that not already the atmosphere you want to be attending? Maybe you can't get tickets to the Notre Dame game or the Michigan game. Cool. That would be one of the highlight games left on the schedule, I would think. So it can't be for that reason. It's got to just be for, I don't know what the other reasoning is, but they, they feel like they have to do this. So now we're going to have multiple games where you're wearing different colors, you wanna, you know what's specific get colors. You know what special day they should have? What's that? And I'll buy a ticket. Natural grass day. Yeah, natural grass day. Yeah, let's put some sod down and play football. Yeah, I love that. No, they got a new turf this year, Mike. I saw people were like, the new turf is in. It looks yeah. great. And then I saw a video of it. I'm like, it looks exactly the looks same. looks like as a it. less sun-worn yeah. version of the old It doesn't turf. look gray like it did last year where everyone was falling and slipping on rubble, it. They got rubber pellets on there. Awesome. All right, on campus. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services. Feeling the heat? Call the experts at Logan Services now for hot deals on train air conditioners. Bone. Well, man, uh, this report from Matt Norlander of CBS Sports is interesting. Gonzaga and Michigan State are going to play a basketball game against each other. They're going to play it on Veterans Day this year. They're going to play it near San Diego. I say near because they're not going to play it in San Diego. Technically, they're going to play it on an aircraft carrier oh, off the coast of San Diego. That's going to work out very well. We've never had an issue with that, have we, Buckeye fans? you cancel the game because you can't dry off the floor. Yeah, that was the Marquette game that Ohio State played. And I want to say, now the other there was another game that they tried to play that got postponed because uh, it had similar issues, right? I think it was a halftime, maybe Florida and Georgetown, I believe it was. They did play a couple games that, that actually happened and worked out okay, but Ohio State was the one, I believe, that got completely canceled and the only one of all those that got completely canceled because of the condensation. So good. They say this time, though, they don't anticipate there will be any issues with outside conditions, which I know it's San Diego. I know it's not likely, but God, I hope it rains buckets on this game. Not because I don't want to see the troops have a nice game. Not because I don't think it's an all-wonderful idea. But because we know how bad this can go, and basketball is a game that is typically played inside gymnasiums. They do this because they play on wood floors that don't hold water very well if you've ever stood on a wood floor. so It is amazing to me how they don't put all of these things in, into account, take all of these things into account. What was the uh, outdoor game that they played at Lake Tahoe? Oh, where it's like the oh, it's hockey, the hockey game, really sunny. Yeah, the oh, ice. They had a problem who, with the ice. Who would have thought the sun would shine in Lake Tahoe? You know, a vacation destination known for boating and for summer activities. A lot of people like to go there for that. But no, we thought let's put some ice out there anyway. That's apparently happening. It's Gonzaga versus Michigan State. So I, I also loved in this story they said uh, that. The sources told CBS Sports that this was happening. Yeah, I bet the sources were your programming department who walked down the hall and were like, hey, we're getting this game between Gonzaga and Michigan State. Don't you think this will be on CBS Sports would be my guess? Yeah, I'm probably. guessing that's the type of basketball game they would book if they were. So whatever. There you go. Uh, moving on. Let's talk a little football real quick. Bama, they got four-star quarterback Dylan Lonergan. He committed uh, to their class. They now rank in the top ten. This is for the 2023 class. Lonergan ranked number 159 in the 24-7 sports prospect rankings. 
Uh, so there you go. He chose Crimson Tide over South Carolina and Stanford. So might not be their number one option at quarterback, but they got a guy that they, I guess, really wanted. So there you go. Moving on to other NCAA sports, NCAA wrestling champion AJ Ferrari. Which, nice name. What a name. Well, you're going to find out why it's such a cool name in a second. No longer with the Oklahoma State wrestling program. This guy, this kid was a champion in 2021, uh, but then unfortunately was injured. He and Oklahoma State runner Isaiah Rodriguez were returning to Stillwater following an appearance at a youth wrestling practice uh, in nearby Cushing when they got into an accident in a no passing zone. Ferrari tried to pass three cars. Uh, in either case, the state patrol uh, cited him, I guess, in that. But there was, you know, an accident. There were some injuries, all those things. He, I guess, is now okay. But the reason I say his name is interesting is not just because he got in a car accident. His name's Ferrari, not that. But the fact that he has signed a name, image, and likeness deal with the WWE. And you can already guess that Vince McMahon, when he's allowed to look at things wrestling, is already geared up for a guy whose name is Ferrari and he wants to be a pro wrestler. Actually, knowing Vince... He's such an egomaniac. He'll change it. He'll change it to Porsche. To something else. He'll be like, yeah, let's bring in Steven Porsche. Here he is. Stupid. Uh, Notre Dame has hired VCU's Sean Stifler as new baseball coach for the team. Does Stifler's mom have it going on? I was... was, You've combined two pop culture references, but I like that. That's good. Uh, He replaces their former head baseball coach, Link Jarrett, which... What a name. Link Jarrett, who left some names in this left for Florida State. Yeah. So Stifler's mom replaces Link from Zelda. That's good. All right. Thank you, Bone. You're welcome, man. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Plenty of backups out there right now. You'll find some delays on 670 westbound between Grandview Avenue and I-70. Plan on some backups over there. More delays on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue and Route 315 southbound between Goodall Street and I-70. Traffic is just crawling along. Starting a port is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. That means you control the show. You tweet us questions or topics you'd like us to discuss. At Man and Bone 971. Wildcard. I uh, got quite a few here. Urban's Little Meyer, who always chimes in with something good, said, My guys, I don't know if we're doing a My guys, but all right. If you could relive any one year again, you cannot change the outcome of the year. Just relive it again. 
What year would you relive again and why? Relive again. Now, that's interesting because, like, I can go back to, say, for example, prior to having children. I remember in the years I was married without children thinking, I'm really busy. I'm really tired. I have no free time. Me and my wife can barely find time to do anything. And now I look back and laugh hysterically at that because we had really just ourselves to take care of. We did not have to take care of a bunch of other kids. So if I could go back and live like one of those years again, I would do it, but I would want to go more places, do more things, you know, before the kids come in and then you're really busy 24 seven trying to take care of them. But if I can't change anything, maybe I would just go back and like relive a year of high school again. I don't know. High school kind of sucked yeah, I too. I don't know what I would do. Well, you were the prom king. What are you talking about? High yeah, school but sucked. It, was, it sucked. It was the basketball big. team. You're the prom king. I think I'd go back to 2002. Live that again. The uh, national championship run? <laughs> well, that's not what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, all right. Sure. That's what I, that's a good one. I remember specifically where I was when the Buckeyes won the national championship. You might say at the game? No. At a sports bar? No. I was at the radio station I worked at doing a overnight metal show that they had us doing that night late. And so me and my buddy were trying to get into the studio to watch the game prior to me doing my work. So we were sitting in a, in a studio, like off air studio where we had a black and white television. And that's what I was trying to watch. This was in 2002. This was not like, you know, an era where you couldn't find a TV and find something that had everything on it. But for whatever reason, that's where I ended up watching it. I don't know if I'd relive that. 2002 was a, a point in my life where I still had friends <laughs> and I did things with my friends. <laughs> now I don't have any of that. Mm. I, I'm not, you know, I'm, well, forget it. It's a longer conversation. Now, give me another one. Uh, let's see. We've got James who said, give me some coast to coast AM sports edition. Art Bell breaking down the what ifs in sports and what alien race is running the Washington commanders. All right. I mean, for those of you who are not aware of Coast to Coast AM, it was a radio show. I don't still think, on. Is it still on? I think it is. Let them live. Anyway, Art Bell, who used to host that show, was known for indulging, um, I was going to say conspiracy theories, but I mean like the conspiracy theory that, you know, I don't know. There's a vampire the, that's, yeah, that's the thing, is running that loose Bell, in the world. There is nothing you could bring up to Art Bell. That he wouldn't take super seriously. Oh, he would. He would kick back and recline and listen to what you had to say, and then go, "Ah, interesting." Yes, so he, he was what like about Paul this? Feinbaum, where he would just take calls. Like you can call up Art Bell, and you would say, "Hey, Art Bell, um, I think my neighbor is an octopus man." And he'd say, what, right? make, "What makes you say that?" I mean, a normal person would say, "What are you talking about, octopus man?" Then hang up, go to somebody else. But he would indulge you. He'd say, "Now." This octopus man, does he spew ink at you when you go out to get the morning paper? Right. We have a little Art Bell here. Let's go ahead and listen. This is normal times at Art Bell. I hereby reserve away what is normally our first time caller line, area code 702-727-1222. Call the number. Hereby cancel that line tonight, and I hereby assign it to anybody out there who believes he or, and I might add, it's eminently possible it's a she. 
that way, I mean, after all, Antichrist was a man. The Antichrist could be a woman. Got to consider that possibility. If you think you're the Antichrist, or you even, uh, if you even just a little bit think you're the Antichrist, well, now is the time to call. <laughs> the Antichrist line is hereby uh, officially open. Now, I no doubt will not begin to answer it until the bottom of the hour because, well, because I'm going to screen the calls to be sure of what I get. Uh, you've got to have, uh, if you're going to have an Antichrist line, you've got to have high-quality Antichrist calls. <laughs> I don't want standards. any fake Antichrist. You, you, uh, again, we, we're laughing at this, but no joke. He he was on what five six hours a night. That was every night, every night, and every it would be something night. like that. Of if you've flown over Area Fifty One in a private aircraft, let us know what you saw. And this is the pilot's line tonight, and he would have a phone line for that. And then you'd you'd think, oh, what some person? No, dozens of people he would have on. All right, what was your story of meeting a Sasquatch at a drive-through lane in a fast food restaurant? And you'd have. 30 people lined up like, yeah, I did that. And then they'd have a story. Probably all made up. Probably some of them on a dare. But of course, maybe a few people who actually believed it and they felt like they had a voice. I dated a girl many years ago who lived like 90 minutes away from me. And so I'd go over to her house and we'd go to dinner and I'd leave her house at like two o'clock in the morning. Mm. We were both living with our parents. Good for you. So there, must, there was must no. Be nice. Jeez. There was must be nice. Had to, a regular regular meetup with a lady. It ended at two o'clock in the morning. Wow. Good for you. My point it is at nine thirty p.m. I couldn't just stay. <laughs> I couldn't stay at her place. I had to go home. I got it because she lived with her parents, and we couldn't have hanky panky in the house. Mm-hmm. That was also the time I got caught by the cop doing it in the car. <laughs> That's a different story. But was that you had cop, to get creative? Was that cop the Antichrist? Is the Could question have been. I No, have. actually, it was a very cool cop because he knew what we were doing and just let us go. Oh, good. Let us go. Seems like a thing an Antichrist would do, if I'm honest. But I would have to drive home, and you know, this isn't the best thing to do. I was very tired. Yeah. So I had to do things to keep myself awake. Sure. And so I would roll down the windows, even though it was very cold, and I would listen to Coast to Coast AM because it was on at that time. Yeah, that's well, that I mean. A lot of the people who I presume listened to that show were truckers, you know, driving across the country late at night or people who are just traveling for some reason over the road for whatever, you know, they're wanted for some horrible crime in a state and they need to get across state lines. That's what you think is listening to yeah, it. Most the truckers were like, hey, shut up, screaming prostitute. I'll finish killing you later. I got to listen to Coast to Coast AM. I mean, I'm just saying most people that are up that late at night. If they're driving, it's probably either for work or because they're insane. And so Art Bell <laughs> knew exactly who he that's, was talking that's right. to. Now, I think it was George Norrie took over for yes, him. Yes, George Norrie came on I don't know if him. George is still doing it. I think I think he may be done, too. But, Art lived the life, too. He had a big compound in Nevada. Oh, yeah. This guy was not... I, like, Paul Feinbaum, I think, knows what he's doing and is having fun of with he all knows. of this. Art he's Bell like the Pied it. Piper. Art Bell believed that any of this was possible. But you, I mean, I, I'm telling you, if you can think of a thing involving like a Sasquatch, a vampire, Antichrist, aliens, of course, aliens were huge. And this is back when we didn't have the internet and we didn't have largely like 
tons of places where you could just go into a Reddit forum and say, hey, what do you think about this phenomenon and have a billion responses? This was the Reddit forum back then. This was the the chat room, the message board, the whatever that had that niche audience. This is where they went. What was the original question that brought us to this point? Oh, uh, can we do some Coast to Coast AM Sports Edition? Art Bell breaking down the what ifs in sports and what alien race is running the commanders. No. Next. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Uh, Mike says, what are your biggest radio accomplishments slash most memorable moments? I don't know. We had the president on. The president would probably, we had the think probably be the sitting president of the United States as deal. a guest on this show. I'd say that's pretty good. Um, you got to hear Jeff Rimmer cussing out another employee off the air. While well, nobody heard that, though. No, you got to hear it, yeah. though. I'll tell you what's one of our biggest accomplishments. What's that? Tomorrow, they're bringing back the bagel sandwiches at McDonald's. That's right. And why do you think that is? Because we bitched and moaned about That's it on here. the air we did for that. days. Yeah. And they heard us, and they brought it back. So when you go to McDonald's tomorrow morning or for the next couple of weeks, and you say, huh, bagel sandwiches, how come they came back? It's the two wise asses on the radio that brought them back. You're welcome. You know, seriously, we have been told by people in the know who have reached out. That's all I'll say. They have they have let us know through you know various forms of communication that there were people who run these restaurants who said we have heard on the radio there are some people who want this badly. These two guys on this sports station and people have told us that they want these back. So they went to their people at McDonald's and said, "Can we do this?" So I don't know if that's true. That's I'll just tell what we've you been told. Accomplishment. I'll, I'll toot my own horn on this. Go ahead, toot it, toot away. I I am a hundred percent convinced that when they came up with legends and leaders, when they split this conference into two, they were going to move the Ohio State Michigan game out of the final weekend of the season. I think you're probably right. They on were that. going to do it. We made such a big stink. On this show, we galvanized the troops, and they changed their minds. I am convinced it was done, they were moving it, and that was it. Until they heard our response, and they changed it. So I take credit for that, too. If you are convinced that you saved college football, the wild card line is open to you. I did save college football. I brought back the bagel sandwiches. You're right. Talk to the president. You know what? We'll talk to all the presidents. If you were a former president, call the show right now. Call right in. The current president can use his rotary phone and call us. (laughs) Right. Call in now. We're happy to talk to you. Love to. I mean, I I don't know what. I don't know how he's. I'd love to talk to Jimmy Carter. If you're alive, you know what? Even better. If you're a dead former president, that's great. Call now. Yeah. We could get. (laughs) What's uh, Millard Fillmore up to? Let's get him on the line. The Millard Fillmore line is ringing. Go get it, Bodie. Tonight, Freddie Coleman's going to talk to Millard <laughs> Fillmore. Think he's someone else. We got a guy who founded the National Parks Department. That's right. No, different president, Freddie. Freddie Coleman's like, did you say Millard Fillmore? Darkwing Duck is coming up next. Like, no, that's Mallard. That's not even the same thing. All right. We're not doing the rundown. Oh, Common Man okay. and T-Bones. The rundown. The rundown. Coming up next, I will list more of my accomplishments. That's good. You should. Keep going. Uh, what else? The biggest prospect in college football is overrated. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Overrated like your accomplishments. Watch out for an accident on Route 315 southbound to 4670. It is causing some slowdowns in that area. Police and ODOT crews are now on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful. Plan about a 15-minute backup in the meantime. Traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has everything you need for school at prices that won't hold you back. Right now, Staples count books and number two pencils are just 50 cents and two pocket paper folders at just 25 cents each. In-store only, offer ends on the 16th, limit 30. Don't send your kids back to school. Send them forward at Staples. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is the first day of NHL free agency today. Jackets make a move. Eric Gunbranson uh, played in Calgary last year he's played for seven different teams he's 30 years old defenseman jacket signed him to a four-year six 16 million dollar deal uh, he's a tough guy he will punch you in the face physical player as yarmo likes to call him heavy d <laughs> my guy heavy he's, d yeah heavy d man that's Look, right jackets overpaid for this guy yes they did Jackets are in a position right now where they have to overpay. They're not ready to win. You're not going to entice veterans in here, you know, trying to say, oh, you'll win a cup. Just come be with us. No, Jackets are not in that position right now. A couple years down the road, maybe it's a different story. But they had a need. They filled the need today. And yes, technically the Jackets overpaid. I don't care. They needed this. Well, speaking of guys who played in Calgary last year, if I'm not mistaken, right? Isn't that where Johnny Goudreau was? Yes, you're and right. He's uh, Johnny Hockey, been. You know, a lot of people wondering where he's going to end up in free agency. I saw this from uh, one of the Jackets reporters who said that the Blue Jackets have not been seen as a likely destination for Johnny Goudreau, reportedly down to the Devils and the Islanders, but the word across the NHL is that Yarmo made a play for Goudreau today. Okay. Then I saw Frank Saravalli, who is a hockey reporter, has like half, a quarter of a million followers on Twitter, you know, someone who covers the sport. He said, you never know what to make of certain things you hear, but the rumored offer involving the Blue Jackets and Goudreau today was an absolute whopper. Seven years, $12 million per. Interestingly, that $84 million total is what I reported, Frank Saravalli reported, was on the table in Calgary would be quite a twist. Right, that's that's a twist. I didn't expect the Jackets to necessarily be in on Johnny Goudreau. I think we joked about that earlier today. But the reality is... Whether or not they offered him $84 million or $184 million, all the reporting is he ain't interested and he ain't coming The here. Jackets are the champions of leaking contract information that never amounted to anything. Well, you heard about it with Panarin, right? You heard we, about it with Panarin. You heard about it with Matt Duchesne. With Goalie Bob. You, I believe you, there was a number with Goalie was, Bob, too. They, at the last minute, they panicked and did something. Look, I would love for Goudreau to come here. He wants to play closer to his home. I think he's from Philadelphia. And I saw some people say, oh, Philadelphia. He is not going to Philadelphia and playing for torts. No, he, he's I, not doing that right. He's <laughs> not going to a bad team just because he grew up in Philadelphia. But he does want to get closer to his home. I guess technically Columbus fits that bill. You And look, he is a very good player. 
But that deal that he had on the table in Calgary was, yes, it was the same total money. What did they say, $84 million? Yeah, yeah, right. But the Calgary deal was much longer. I want to say the, the AAV on the Calvary, Calgary deal was $9 million or nine and a half. Right. I mean, the Jackets are coming to the table with 12 and he's still going to tell them to take a hike. Well, right. I mean, maybe this... I guess there's one way to look at it. I know they're playing Jackets fans that will, who will say, Yarmo made a play for Johnny Goudreau. Way to go. And that's fine. I mean, I'm I'm glad he did that too. Um, I will just point out, I I think that's his job, is to go make a play for anyone who's a big-time guy like that. Any GM that has cap room should make a play for the best player on the market yes, every single right, year. That's, right. What We're are not, we doing? This is not like Yarmo playing three-dimensional chess and everybody else is still playing checkers. It's Yarmo saying, we've got a ton of cap room. We could sign a generational player, a guy who you know we could lock up long-term in Columbus. Let's call and see if he wants to do it. And then he was told no. And I think that circles back to the bigger issue that we have here in this town. And this is where we get very divisive in the Jackets fan community is where some people go, yeah, well, duh, Johnny Goudreau doesn't want to come here. Have you seen Columbus? And it's like, where do you live again? I live in Columbus. And I just never understand that attitude. Columbus is not a bad place to live. Now, maybe it's not the right place for someone like Johnny Goudreau. But if you're going to tell me that guy wouldn't come here, Simply because New York has a subway or, or you know, some of the other places that he's looked at have, you know, bigger nightlife, more nightclubs, whatever you want to say. The reality is guys want to go where they think they have a chance to win during the time of their contract. And to date, the Jackets have not shown consistently they can be that group. You've definitely not seen that with the new coaching staff. They have no idea, right? All these free agents. So what you're going to do is overpay. Jackets tried to do that with Johnny Goudreau apparently today. It didn't work. I think that's probably in the long run a good thing that it didn't work. But yeah, this is what the Jackets are going to have to do to try to convince someone to come here is overpay. Not because the city sucks, because the organization has sucked for the better part of 20 years. Uh, Arch Manning. Arch Manning, five-star guy. He committed to Texas. You know, big story. Who was going to get him? Texas got him, right? I was reading the Advertiser today, which is the local paper in Lafayette, Louisiana. And they had a story about how Arch Manning is overrated. Mark Farrell, the former national director of recruiting at Rivals and self-proclaimed godfather of recruiting, told the paper that Arch Manning would be a three-star recruit if his name were not Manning. The quote is, if his name was Arch Smith, I think he'd probably be a high three-star quarterback. That's so, interesting. And this is one person's opinion. I haven't heard a ton of people say this, but well, I I mean, we we talked about this a little bit, you know, around the time when he made the deal to go to Texas or or you know, decided to go to Texas. That we don't I think he has a huge question mark about that, doesn't he? Like sure he's got measurables, sure he's a guy who has had some good success on the field. There are lots of kids that have that measurables and success on the field that end up getting like a four-star number on them, not the greatest recruit of all time. I think there had to be at least a potential. There has to be, I should say, a potential that everyone is overrating this guy slightly because of the name attached to him and the pedigree involved. That's not necessarily wrong. It's just how humans work. And so I think that should be built into your assessment of what he's going to actually do. He gives his reasons for this. He says he hasn't, Arch Manning hasn't progressed as a quarterback since his freshman season. 
and that the level of competition he plays against blurs his quality as a prospect. Uh, quote, when he's had to step up against other competition, especially in the playoff game where he looked awful, it just hasn't translated. Every time I watch other quarterbacks in this class, it knocks Arch down in my head. All right. All right. I'm not saying this is the this is the truth. Just keep well, an eye on it. I found this very interesting today. I mean, but we're not I don't think that's I don't think it's wrong for someone to point out, look, this guy may be as good as advertised, but is it wrong for someone to point out that five-star guys don't always pan out? No, and, and this dude, right or wrong, is watching the high school film. Right. You and, and I aren't watching the high school he's film. He's looking at it from the standpoint of, I've watched this guy play, and if his name wasn't Manning, I don't feel like he'd be getting the ranking that he does. I'm only pointing out that sometimes in sports, we see this all the time. Group think happens, where... An idea sounds crazy at first, and then it gets better, and then it gets better, and then suddenly everyone's like, oh my god, I can't believe they didn't do that deal. People just latch onto a storyline, and it's easy for them to kind of cut and paste and reprint that in their minds or verbally or however. I'm not saying that happened here. I'm saying it's certainly possible that Arch Manning may not be the greatest quarterback of all time. It doesn't mean he's going to suck. It just means perhaps he's a smidge overrated as a prospect. NHL free agent frenzy today. Yarmir Yager tweeted this out. NHL GMs, I am also free agent. Once again, 6'3", 265, 50 years old, slow, but strong and good hands. Can bring experience and like to play only home games. Call me anytime. Also, as the owner of Hockey Club in Czech Liga, I am looking to sign a defenseman. No joke. Okay. So, so just slide throwing... into Yarmer Yager's DMs if you want to sign him or you want to play for his team. Right. So he's saying either one's on the table, and I appreciate that. He's shooting his shot. Let him live. We're going to talk about fast food coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident still causing delays on Route 315 southbound before 670. Traffic is stop and go from Kinnear Road. There are police and ODOT crews on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Please be very careful. Plan on some stop and go delays. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Man is needing his dough. Take that for what it's worth. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. All right, tonight on The Fan, we've got the Buckeye Show at 6 o'clock. At 7.45 tonight, it is The Crew, a little midweek afternoon. Not afternoon, that's not right. What the hell? The Crew are playing D.C. United tonight. You said midweek, that's right. Coverage starts 7.45 right here on The Fan. Well, midweek action. I know, but I don't know what I was trying to say. I was going to say, know. like, afternoon delight. I'm like, it's not afternoon delight. The no. game starts at 8. What am I talking about? <laughs> Stupid. Uh, it's very funny to me when... Uh... 
my mom, who is very much not uh, in any way, shape, or form up for the innuendos of anything, yeah, she had told me that she liked that song many moons ago until someone explained to her what it was about. But she liked the tune of it and just she it sounded no so idea. happy. No, she was not. That's how the devil gets in your head with a catchy tune. That's what it does. Exactly right. Um, all right. So, did you want me to do this story? I can't remember. I just was going to yeah, start talking. You're going to do it. All right, I'll do this. Uh, I saw we a could thing do today. more Wild Card Wednesday. If you I want. could. I, let's see. What else do I have? Um, I've got this one from Kevin, who said favorite song by Queen. Favorite song by Queen. I mean, I have. I I really enjoy Queen, but I do like Fat Bottom Girls. I like. I think that's. I enjoy that song. I don't know if I'm. I, I got to think about that one. I also like Bicycle, but that's just, I mean, I enjoy Bicycle, Bicycle, I want to ride my bicycle. That's right. That's very good. I want to ride my bike. Do I sound like Freddie Mercury? You do. Those are, yeah, but I I enjoy their over-the-top theatrical, like, a million voices Uh, singing the song. It's a good thing they do that a lot. I know. That's, I I thoroughly enjoy that. Uh, Let's see. What else do we have? I'm trying to see. We've got a few other tweets here that came in. Um, All right. If... If you could make a eight-team college football-only conference, which teams are in? That's interesting because there's a team that I could tell you right now, I'd have to think about it. What is that? Well, Team Up North. I would only want them in for the purposes of kicking that ass every well, year. Well, right, but are we are we tasked with finding truly the eight best programs well, in college football? Well, that's what I'm saying. They wouldn't. Because if we are, they're they, not in it. They're not in it, no. No. If I had to go eight best, of course, Ohio State's in, Bama's in, um, probably putting Oklahoma in, right? Just going on past performance here. And then I'm going Georgia's in. Yeah. Uh, if I have to include a team from the West Coast, which I don't, but I would USC? say... No, I'd put Oregon in. Wouldn't you, over the last 20 years? Yes. I mean, but you, are you're we also, right. are we also projecting... Well, yes. Going it doesn't forward, have to be a lifetime achievement award. That's fine. Yeah, USC would have the much better pedigree, and also looks like going forward they're going to be awesome. Um, so I'd say you'd put them in. Would you put in like Auburn? I no. probably wouldn't. No. Would you put in Clemson? I think yes. I would. I'd put in Clemson. Yeah. All right. So how many was that? Like five? I don't know. I'm not counting. Six. You know, Bodie's just sitting over there like say no to name. I don't know if I'm going to say Notre Dame, Bodie. I don't know if I'm going to say Notre Dame. I want Notre Dame in the Big Ten, but I'm not putting them here. I don't. Right. I'm trying to think of the like the best eight college football programs. Penn State's not getting in. No. There's nobody else in the ACC that I'm. That's done. Right. What Syracuse? No. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> every time I bring up big time programs, you're like, yeah, Syracuse. Ah. No, that was one time ah, where they were saying is. they have a lot of fans. Mike That's Tirico all. went there. I said they have probably a lot of fans. They're not a no. Ah. <laughs> They're close to the Finger Lakes. Would you throw Finger Lakes? Would you? <laughs> LSU is the team that would be in there yeah, for sure. LSU. All right, I think that gets us pretty close. Florida. I was just going to ask you, Florida. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they don't get in. Michigan State does because they've got an elite head coach who's making $100 million, so you know they're good. $95 million. Well, Shut your mouth. I, you're right. I gave him an extra $5 million. All right. I think we got close. All right. That's fine. All right. Now do you want me to do this By other way, story? Tie your mother down. Queen song. Oh, good call. Um, 
this I don't know how to take this information because I was not aware of Chick-fil-A's domination, apparently, with the fast food consumers in the U.S. You weren't? No, I know Everybody a lot. Of, loves Chick-fil-A. I know a lot of people say they like Chick-fil-A. I didn't know this was something that was Have routinely. Have you seen the lines out there? I see the lines. I get it. That would be a reason why I wouldn't want to go there. But that's just me. Anyway, this article from, uh, I don't know, some, some website. Who cares? Some website. Yeah, Somewebsite.com says, for the eighth year in a row, Chick-fil-A has topped the American Customer Satisfaction Index's restaurant study. So they went out and asked, what restaurant satisfies you the most with everything that they do? Their food, their service, everything. Chick-fil-A received a customer satisfaction score of 83. Same score from the year prior, rigged. Um, but they that's the highest score of anyone. Second on the list was Jimmy John's with a score of 79. Domino's and Kentucky Fried Chicken followed with scores of 78 each. Domino's is not fast food. Well, they count It doesn't here. have a window. Fair enough. I wouldn't include it. It's just this is what's on this list. Now, they said on the other end of the spectrum was McDonald's? McDonald's has McDonald's how? is the lowest all time. I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how. It's the lowest score being 68. Again, the highest score was 83. Because so we're not talking because like Because their 20. customer service and consistency is just not there. That's the problem for a lot of people. Yeah, but that's, I like McDonald's. That's I go to so McDonald's all the time, but I can tell you as a person that eats McDonald's a lot, there are wild swings. But you know why consistency. You know why that is to defend McDonald's for a second, which I can't believe I don't really need to do that, but Chick-fil-A, there's like one of those locations for every 10 McDonald's. Fair enough, but so then when people go to Chick-fil-A, they sit in a line of essentially 10 McDonald's combined they don't care in one spot people don't care because you greet them with a hi how you doing my pleasure children yes. of the corn you sit there for 27 minutes waiting for a chicken sandwich that isn't as good as literally nine other restaurants they're very around. efficient there i i am not a chick-fil-a person but i did go last week okay probably the first time in years i've i've been there because i was out and i needed something and there was one there and they moved the line very quickly there's a lot of people in the line but they moved it very quickly and they have like the, you know, the people out there before you even get to the speaker. Oh, yeah. They're out there, which I didn't necessarily want. I know they have chicken sandwiches, but I I don't go a lot. So I don't know they had if they had special sandwiches or whatever. I kind of wanted to look at the menu, but didn't get that opportunity because someone was out there. So what did you order? I just ordered a regular chicken right. sandwich combo because I they didn't had know a, what the hell else was there. If they had something new that you might want to try, you wouldn't even be able to do that. So again... That would get a ding from me on the customer service. But, but I'm just saying, they they were very friendly. They moved everything along. What I got was hot, and it was well-made. So I, I can see how people, after saying. the fact, right. would say, I had a good experience there. Yeah, I'm. that's fine. For me, if I can, while you're sitting in line, not getting to look at the menu board, not getting to try anything new, and you have to just basically be shuffled in and shuffled out in 20 minutes to get your chicken I sandwich. I get it. For me, if I can drive through a McDonald's or a Wendy's or somewhere else and get, in my mind, somewhat superior food on, depending on, you know, again, would you rather have a Big Mac or a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A? I'm, I know which one I'm picking, but either way, I'd rather go through the shorter line and get the food quicker. I'm a little surprised that Culver's wasn't high on this list. Well, here's the thing. I don't know how many of these restaurants they consider to be regional versus national because for example they say they had a category of all others for regional chains that didn't make the list and then they give an example of whataburger 
So I would assume Whataburger didn't make the list. It's just well, not, because they said it was a regional chain. Okay. It's not nationwide. Right. So well, then maybe Culver's wouldn't. Although yeah. they're everywhere now. They're not. Are they? Are they all the way out to the West Coast? Because I mean, I like In and Out Burger's not on this they list either. They got them here. They got them in Florida. I've been out of Florida. I There's know, Culver's there. I know, but they don't. I don't think they have them out west as much. All, all right. I know is, yeah, Culver's would be high on my list. They usually do a good job. Whataburger, by the way. I've only been to Whataburger's in vacation destinations. I have not had it ever. The food alone would get a huge customer A plus from me. The service, not always great. But again, I've been to vacation spots where they have a Whataburger. So everybody from every hotel in the five mile radius is going to the Whataburger because they never get it probably where they live like me. So it took a while to get through the line, but I'll excuse that. Now, if that's the way it is at every Whataburger you know, way inland where you're not near the beach or something, then that's a little different. Maybe then I would ding them more, but I'll never know. Please bring a Whataburger here is what I'm saying. I would eat it. Is Cane's considered a regional? I guess it's probably considered regional. I don't think they would be... Because they always have pretty good service. They're always pretty good. That's right. And I love Cane's. But it, again, is it suffers a little bit from the Chick-fil-A thing of you have to really want what they've got. Because if you're like you know, someone who maybe goes up to the McDonald's window and says, maybe I have a chicken sandwich, maybe I have nuggets, maybe I have a Big Mac. Yeah, well, that's they, okay, though. They know what they do. They do. They're not going to try and do something else. Right. That's fair. Are we done with this? <laughs> I don't know. Are <laughs> we? No. The answer is tomorrow. We'll probably talk about something similar again. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident. Still causing delays on Route 315 southbound to 4670 westbound. This traffic is slow from Lane Avenue in this area. It is in the clearing stages, but plan on some residual backups. You'll also find traffic is slow on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Protect All Insurance with offices throughout Central Ohio. They're out of this world for best rates and service on auto and home. Protect All Insurance, protecting life's important moments. Visit protectallinsurance.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. Tito, Jeff Bidoff is filling in for Timmy this week, who is in Scotland. I don't know who is with Tito tonight, but last night... Who is it, Bodeman? Tim May. Tim May tonight. Oh, Last nice. night. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know what you're going to say either. Oh, we were leaving. I was leaving the parking lot, and I saw Tyvis Powell sprinting in the door. <laughs> yeah. Because he was late. I heard, I heard he was. It was uh, like Herbie back in the day. It's all right. It happens to the best of us. Sometimes you get a little caught up in something. You got to get there on time. That's fine. But, uh, yeah, he's always good when he's on the air. And looking forward to tonight. Should be a lot of fun, too, with Tim May. Might have something to say about uh, there's been some news in the auto racing world of late. He might have some thoughts on that because there has been some wild things going on with IndyCar well, and Formula the, One. The Buckeye show. I don't know how much. Well, in. but Tim, have you met Tim May? 
Tim May can work anything into a Buckeye conversation. He can get us to IndyCar and back. And he's a guy who knows a ton about IndyCar. That guy has been covering it for a very long time, in addition to covering the Buckeyes. But I I will be sure to ask him about his thoughts on Alex Pillow, because weird stuff going on there. Timmy was at the course in Scotland today. Oh, Tim Hall. Yes, not Tim May. He Tim just, Hall, yes. Tim, he does not have a Concord jet that gets him back no, over Timmy here. No, Timmy Hall, was uh, his, his passes were good for today. And so he was at St. Andrews today. Hope he had a good time. I saw him and Jack were out there, his son. They were, you know, right out there on the course. Good to see. Must be nice. Did he send you a picture? No, it was on Twitter. Oh. You know, because I didn't block Hold him. Hold on, let me, like unmute, let me unmute him <laughs> Oh, here. unmute him. So I, I didn't block him. I just <laughs> muted him. <laughs> Let's see what Timmy has to say. Yeah, he was talking about going to a pub that was built in the 1680s. Oh, that's right. He was uh, out of the course. Look how happy he looks with his son. But here's what you know is going on behind the scenes in his head. The minute he stepped foot on that course, he was like, this This will be over sucks. soon. Because he loves the anticipation of getting to the day. But the minute he steps on the course, then he goes, oh, well, this is ending soon. And he's miserable. I saw today. I walked in at, you know, whatever, earlier this morning. And all the TVs in here, when we walk in, they have the U.S. Open coverage on. And I thought, oh, right now, Tim is probably miserable. Because he's British the, Open. What did I say? U.S. Open. I don't know why I said the U.S. Open. Yes, British Open. And and I, I thought Tim's probably miserable right now because he's in the midst of it. He can't enjoy the moment. He's always enjoying the anticipation to the moment. I understand that to a point. To a point. But he takes it to the extreme. Yes. Where I think the other day, because what did they, they, I think they were, he was gone on Friday because they were flying overnight to be there Saturday. Yeah. So he was off that Friday. And so I saw him on Wednesday because he was supposed to show with me. And I said, hey, Timmy, tomorrow's got to be your best day because it's Thursday. It's the day before your trip. And he goes, actually, today is really my best day because it's the day before the day before. He's out of his mind. Right. I mean, he's we're going to get to a mind. point where he's on one vacation and he's already excited about the next one. And he hasn't even got done with this one. And that's that's a, a new level of psychosis for him. All right, Buckeye Show, 6 o'clock. Then it's Crew Soccer tonight. Crew and DC United, 745 right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, uh, Christopher Mad Dog Russo has been making many an appearance on First Take. He's getting and paid for it. I think it's $10,000 per appearance. Gets a lot Let of money to go on there. And then they've had him now do a thing that's become kind of his little signature where he goes and does a Mount, Rush, a Mount Rushmore of something. So they were doing sports things. Now they've realized, you know what? Why do sports? Let's do other things too. So this was his uh, Mount Rushmore of sitcoms. Okay. You ready? All right. He has MASH, All in the Family, Seinfeld and I Love Lucy. I know at least two of those are near and dear to your heart. But I don't know that I would... I mean, MASH, obviously, I guess, was technically well, a sitcom. Yes, but he's of a certain generation. Sure. So I get that. MASH was a big deal. All in the Family was huge in its time as well. Yeah. Archie Bunker. Also groundbreaking socially. Yes, very much so. For the time. Yeah. But trying to think of if i would i mean what's your four well i would i would keep i love lucy and seinfeld in there i'm gonna throw the simpsons in there because that's a sitcom all right i don't enough. care if you say it's a cartoon i mean it is a cartoon it's okay. obviously but it's it's, right. it's a it's a sitcom for sure the fourth one for me is probably just going to be more of a like a personal thing because of 
I watched all these shows when I was a kid, but for me, Full House would have to be in there. Full House was great. And I, I could even be swayed into a Family Matters, but Full House seems to have much more appeal, wide appeal, all that stuff. Culturally, it was huge, right? I mean, you know, all that stuff from, from Full House still resonates today for the most part. So I'm going to say that's the one. What about you? I don't have an answer. Oh, good. That's. I just wanted to hear your answer. Fantastic. Uh, Bodie, what are your four favorite sitcoms? I would say two that are locks would be The Office and Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. those are those are excellent. Yeah. Um, I love New Girl, so that would probably New be New Girl. Around. Yeah, I like that show. I'm a big, I'm a big <laughs> New Girl fan. I'm glad to know and, someone else here likes it. Yeah. That's good. Number four, I don't know if I'd have a fourth. I haven't seen a lot of the more like popular ones from my era. I've never seen Friends. You've never seen I've Friends? I've never seen Friends. Huh? You've never what? seen an episode of oh, Friends? I've, I, no, no, no. From start to finish, I mean. Oh, like, okay. Which I feel like if you're going to put on a Mount Rushmore, you've got to see the whole show, right? I got to tell you, you're not missing much. No? Overrated. That might be a pretty uh, controversial take. <laughs> <laughs> not my show. I know a lot of people like it. Not my show. But that's fine. And, all right. That's good. I uh, I think workaholics should get a look, too, for what it's worth. Um, and then I saw this, and we were talking about fast food restaurants earlier. Shaq has been opening up chicken joints all over the country. I feel like we talked about this when I didn't he announced know, it. Maybe he... Maybe... Maybe we did, and I've just forgotten it, but I saw that he's opening like 20 more in Texas. Now, apparently, he's also set to open three here in Ohio. Now, does he own all these, or is he franchising these? Uh, that is a good question. I think they're franchise locations, uh, from what I know. Yes, because it does say here there are franchisees locally that are doing this. But okay. Yeah, the uh, concept, if you've not seen it, he has popcorn chicken, chicken sandwiches, chicken tenders. Uh, they're big signature dishes, a uh, mac and cheese dish, but also... They have ice cream shakes, soft serve ice cream cones, ice cream sandwiches, and boozy beverages, which I didn't know that. What does that mean? Does, that, boozy. does he have a liquor license? Apparently. It says boozy and non-alcoholic beverages. Oh. So All right. that's a little bit of a game changer. I did not know that was a part of it. I was going to say, what separates this from the other chicken places? That would, Apparently, that would be that's it. it. That sounds good I to I get me. a Mai Tai with my chicken. There you go. Delicious. Uh, Buckeye Show's next. Crew Soccer 745. We'll see you tomorrow. Colin Mann and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for on the drive right now. You'll find traffic is backed up on 670 Westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. More slowdowns on 71 Northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. And tap those brakes on 71 Southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. It's going to be a five-minute delay. Starting Report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If summer is heating up your hiring needs, then you need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Sponsor your first job and get hiring today by visiting Indeed.com slash credit. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. A Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey. 
Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald. Bald, bald. Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald. If I don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day, <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh richard jefferson i want richard I jefferson yes. uh maybe i don't remember it's one of the bald guys that does espn broadcast whatever and so richard jefferson is obviously shaved head this guy also shaved head you know probably trying to forestall the inevitable and melissa's like wow man everybody's just you know out here not embracing their baldness and i'm like you're i i too shave like i don't let it grow long i don't have like the you know coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. A fat white guy. There's bald. No, there are other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer than to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right I, now. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So Good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 